Exactly. I'm telling you. I'm comfy. I, I think you just got to do it. I'm going to do it, Oxy. Maybe that's what I'll do when I max. Like the week after I max, I'll be in the, I'll be in the wilderness nonstop. I doubt that. Why do you okay. doubt me? <laughs> Look me in the eyes. I want to max. I don't want to kill the wilderness bosses. It was a game of Uno. <laughs> it was a deal. A deal you still haven't been able to uphold. XP waste where kill the melee first regardless of what you're flicking just just kill the melee first hi i'm oxy and i'm michael if you're new around here welcome to the show this is xp waste we're a runescape centered podcast old school runescape that is um if you hadn't clicked away from that sentence already welcome um we're glad you're here if you're not new around here welcome back we had we take a we took a break from last week, and we're feeling refreshed. Post bingo was just a lot, <laughs> so uh, we're back. Oxy, how are you? I'm good. Um, I, I yeah, I, IRL's been going good. Like my my new job is going well. Um, Love it. I'm still busier than ever. Like this is going to come as a surprise to some people, but uh, not having a job and not doing anything. And then going to a full-time 40-plus-hour-a-week work week is a lot. A lot changes pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I've just been been busy. Uh, yeah, I went home for this past weekend, so I've really not been around uh, in VC. But I don't, I'm not been entirely up to date with what's been going on this past weekend. Um, and I, yeah, I'm a little, feel a little frazzled today i i just i was out all weekend got home earlier today did a bunch of errands chores and then like sat down and like all right podcasting time so apologies for the frazzliness of oxy this week um in game what did i do in game this week (laughs) um i think my friends uh are done giving a shit about my infernal attempts and are just taking me to hard mode top oh they're they're like okay cool we don't care we'll take the fire caper because they're I, my my thing was like I don't really want to get into hard modes until I have an infernal cape, which like a hard mode top is not that much different than normal top. It it is it is different, right? Yeah. It is more difficult. It is more unforgiving, but mechanically, it's not like it's a different raid, right? Sure. So you know, get good enough at it. It's not that not that big of a thing. I've had a few deathless, and I'm under ten KC, so that feels good. But we're still really prone to wiping at Verzik. Um, so we just need to like practice that. And I'm going with like Jesse and Immortal and like Fear and all them people mm-hmm. who are like really good at the normal content. So we just have to practice uh, hard mode. I have to practice and you know not do things like die immediately in P3 because oh. a crab spawns right next to me. But like you know, so that's been what I'm doing. Otherwise, um, we have the meetup this weekend, and the only thing I'm doing after work is just doing the Inferno because right. I think I'm getting an Infernal Cape-themed tattoo. And um, as funny as it might be to get the tattoo without having the cape, um, 
I'd prefer to have the cape, obviously. Right. So, right. a couple runs today. I've been like brick walled by sixty recently. Mm. I don't know why. The last I think like five good attempts have just been like sixty brick wall for one reason or another. Um, so that's why in the old intro I said kill the melee because the mage is just tanky. Like it, it seems like a smart decision to kill the major so it can't respawn anything. Right. But if you kill the the melee, if you just turn rigor on and machine gun the melee or the ranger or the blob, whatever, you can just camp mage prey and just deal with whatever's next and like reposition everything and reposition yourself and just like deal with shit. I don't know. So that's that's been my it's been my experience these last few weeks. But we're gonna spend some good time in there. If we get it, that's gonna be great. If not, oh well. You know, mm-hmm. I've I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but I'm not too fussed. Yeah. So you'll have a cape one way or another, whether it's on your arm or on your back. <laughs> I yeah yeah. I thought you meant on my. I'm like I don't think I'm gonna get the tattoo on my back, and then I remembered. <laughs> right, yeah. Someone suggested for the XP waste tattoo, I just get an infernal cape tattooed on my back. I'm like that seems like a horrible oh life gosh. decision. But can you imagine? Unless it was a real tiny one, and it's like yes, I'm always wearing. That would be pro. Okay, just back. get the sprite like tattooed like right at the base of your neck underneath so your shirt nerdy. collar. That would be pretty funny. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. You should get that Max Cape tattoo. Hundred oh percent. That, so that's nerdy, gonna be our bro. that's gonna be our Detroit matching tattoo when we do oh. XP Waste North. That's gonna be so stupid and so <laughs> just the Max Cape right right on my back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, consider it. I don't want to. <laughs> so yeah, that's been my week i'm gonna get 92 fishing while we record and then what is my oh i have a kraken task so i'll probably go sit at kraken for the rest of that once i get 92 because that's what i'm doing i don't know my post bingo i have been like i would not be playing runescape were it not were there not some pressure to get the cape before the weekend Mm -hmm. i just wouldn't be playing runescape right probably be playing modern warfare too because i'm still extremely burnt from bingo damn but yeah. It hit you hard this year, didn't it? I mean, dude, the administrative work alone was enough to make me like delete Discord. <laughs> like I was yeah. just ready to yeah. to to be done with um with all that, but you know, I like I said it's always worth it. It's always a lot of work, but it's always worth it. You know, I've been getting a lot of positive DMs like post bingo. There was a lot of really like really nice sentiments from people who I'd like never spoken to, by oh. the way. Um, they just like know me from the show and are like, Hey, love the podcast. Thank you so much for putting on like the most fun event I've ever had in RuneScape. And like, that's wonderful. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So it's always worth it. But like, fuck, I need, I just like want to play a different game. Yeah. Um, so it's literally, I'm just going to do the unhealthy thing and do only Inferno for like the next three or four days. And then when this episode comes out, I'll be leaving to go to Texas that night. Yeah. Or, well, no, I'm not leaving that night, but I'm the leaving next... that night because, like, yeah, my dad lives, like, 20 minutes away from DTW, so. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. yeah, so you talk about burnout. It's kind of funny because we have a new role in the Discord. It's called Rot 2.0. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. TMD and a bunch of other people were just PKing for, like, three or four hours the other day, and it was the most, like, the funniest thing to watch um shout out to cole he forgot he had his room pouch in his inventory and um he died and lost his room pouch so we've been giving him crap for that but i think a lot of them were just like 
we're burned out from bingo. So let's just go have fun in PK. I think Tyler got like a two mil or three mil PK. It was insane. So I don't know. If you're feeling it, maybe go and do some PKing with them because they added the role so that like they could message each other and be like, we're doing this right now. <laughs> so see if you can get in on that. I mean, I'm I'm not opposed because like I, ooh, nice whip drop. Uh, I, I'm not opposed because like I have a I have like a PK tab. I have a bunch of like return sets they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like several sets of like Black Dehyde, Mystic, Ancient Staves, Rune Crossbows. Where like if I die, I can regear and be back in like two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, but I just don't don't ever go. Um, my cash deck, I also only have like a hundred and twenty K right now. Cause what? I bought, well, I got a bunch of money during bingo. I made like a hundred mil during bingo and then just like got sad because I still couldn't afford an ancestral piece. Uh huh. Like if I get ancestral bottoms, I can use it at chambers and TOA. And if I get an ancestral top, I can bring that to, uh, Inferno and oh. I couldn't afford either one and I couldn't afford the Eldritch for Inferno. And I like. I couldn't afford Zarite Van Braces. The only thing I could buy off my like list of upgrades was Dragon Claws. So I was like, whatever. This game is stupid. I'm going to buy Dragon Claws and like 10 mil worth of supplies. That's what I did. I bought Dragon Darts. I repaired everything. Uh-huh. Um, I got scales and all that. So because that's, that's what you do. You get drops, you buy supplies. So lots of restores, lots of brews, lots of prayer pots. I've not needed hard food in a long time, but potions I use a shit ton of. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm sitting on a very, very slim cash stack. I, uh, I once again was on was on welfare patrol at Verisenhaza because it said uh, you don't have enough money to get your stuff out of the chest. It happened again, but oh, you know, no, we're doing great. So oh, who no. knows? Maybe I could use a big PK. But uh, my my own my own stuff aside, Michael, what uh, what have you been up to this week? Like literally nothing but Slayer. Uh, mm-hmm. I got 98. When did I get 98? Frick, like Wednesday night, I think. Right now it's Sunday. Maybe I got it Thursday night. It's been it's been a couple days. And so I got ninety-eight and now I'm three hundred and forty K till ninety-nine. So Damn. it's like one point two million for the level. So I've almost gained a million XP. Insane. That's like this is the most I've done Slayer since I was training Slayer back in the day to get to ninety uh ninety-three for the diary. And even back then, I was doing, like, the slow tasks. I wasn't paraging anything. Like, if I got a Necros task, Oxy, I was going to the Slayer Tower in the basement, and I was meleeing Necreals back then. Like, I, I guess I just didn't realize that, like, barraging was a thing that I could do. So um, I love Necreals tasks now. I walked away with 320 of them killed after I killed all of them with my Bracelet of Slaughter, and that was, like the most juicy task I've done in a long time. But you meant, you mentioned the whip I just got earlier and um, that's my, that's my sixth whip this week. I'm making absolute bank off of Abby demons tasks. Like I've gone, I think it was at least 2000 kills dry for what, for having not gotten a whip. And then within the last thousand kills, I've gotten like six. So, I'm getting rewarded, obviously, getting getting what's due. But yeah, everybody's like, another one, another one, another one. I'm like, yeah, dude, bring them in. But Slayer is going fabulously. And the reason I'm training it so hard is uh, 
I have a I have a goal, but it's not it's not a hard goal because I don't want to like I don't want to put myself to it and then disappoint myself if mm-hmm. I don't do it. But we're doing the meetup like you mentioned uh, this coming weekend, so in six days, and I want to max at that meetup. So I want to bring my computer and I want to set it up in main event and I want to click on the very last pickpocket that I ever need to do to max my account while everybody's there. And so that's why I've been going so hard. So um, if I can get 99 Slayer either tomorrow or Tuesday, then I can just like tap, tap, tap my screen all the way till Friday morning when I go to pick you up and um, hopefully set myself up to max the Saturday night. Or even better idea, send the missus to pick me up, right? You yeah. sit with the baby and keep <laughs> tapping. So you get that extra couple minutes of XP before oh I get there. Gosh, bro. No. <laughs> and then you bring your phone with you. So when I'm getting my tattoo, just tap, 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 tap. Because once you get 95, you're not going to fail. Right. I, I, Dude, I, I saw. Did you see the most like a disgusting room light format? Did you see it was something on Twitter? You can like hold Alt, move the location of your chat box or your of your inventory. Yeah, hover it over an arty night, uh, and then just hold down your F key for your inventory uh-huh. and spam click, and you put the little coin pouch over the night and you spam click so you can do it forever without having to like interrupt actions huh. and once you it's like a disgustingly fast method my goodness yeah, it is it is so if you ever want to like really get sweaty on rune light i might have it. to i might have to here's the thing it it literally it legitimately pisses me off that it is 2022 and we still have coin pouches in the game because i guarantee you there's data out there that proves that people are still auto clicking and you cannot convince me that it was deter it was to deter bots because literally you write the script to have the bot open the pouch like it's not that hard and after all of these years it's only hurting legitimate players now at this point yes people are going to auto click and if you take the pouches away you're going to be able to auto click but like jagex can detect that and ban them people who are legitimately just sitting there tapping are the ones being held back because i cannot tell you how many times i have been thieving and it's like you can't do that action until you open the pouch and it's been like you know three or four minutes it's just annoying it's so annoying um and i they're obviously not going to revert it this week because i don't know if people have i don't know if enough people have just you know not complained about it for them to have that on their radar but i really think they should take it away i think they should revert it back coin pouches are not useful for the game and i'll get off my soapbox now <laughs> yeah i'm i'm trying to like see when the update was that changed it uh it says they were released in july of 2018 yeah game integrity pickpocketing it says it was it was an integrity change back in 2018 i mean i don't know how 18 so it's four years. i don't know how in intense um intense like bots would have been back then because i know now we have the like we have like nightmare bots spandos bots Mm -hmm. top bots like i don't know how advanced bots were back then in 28 but like it's not like it was 2013 and the servers just opened up right 
Um, so I don't know. It's 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 frustrating to be sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but because you always talk about thieving being your least favorite skill, like your least favorite skill. Mine, to train. Mining is truly my least favorite <laughs> skill, but but training, but training thieving. Uh, it's it's down there. It's down there. Yeah. Probably bottom three skills yeah. to train. So I feel like the coin pouch situation, if that were removed, once you get to 95, you're cheering. You can literally just, you could set the iPad up. You could set your phone up on the floor and tap with your foot. That's how easy it would be to just get 99. Now, if that's the reasoning that it makes pickpocketing too easy, screw you. It doesn't matter. God damn. I'm, I'm heated about this. Like I said, I'll stop talking because um, I'm obviously, I'm not. Not in my head. There's one to, thing we've learned to talk about about, <laughs> about Michael on XP ways is that he hates when the max XP cannot be adjusted. He gets heated <laughs> when people do not like to adjust max XP or the ease of a skill. <laughs> right. Just because it's the way it's always been. No, no. It's yeah. Yeah, again, I'll stop talking about it. This is not that's not what we're here to talk about. So I'll be I'll be done with thieving Saturday night and I will never have to think about it until I go back to get twenty five mil or twenty mil or whatever the goal is. But I don't know if I'll do nights. It's like probably the easiest way to do it, but there's so many thieving methods out there. Maybe by the time I go back they'll have a thieving minigame. That's not what do you call it? Sorcerer's Garden or whatever it is. Yeah. I have heard rogues done. <laughs> what? So there's always the rogues. Den. Is the rogues den a thieving mini game? I don't think that's. I I know that the, you're the place where you get the the rogues outfit. Right? For, Does it is it like a thing where you do that whole you do the big lap and then it's supposed yeah. to be a good way to train thieving? I, I don't know. I thought it was just to get the outfit and then you're done. I mean, probably. I've done half of a lap in my entire life and literally never went back. I, I don't see. think... I've, I've had this conversation before. I don't think I have ever completed a, a Rogue's Den lap on any account, on any game mode, ever. So... I think one I'm, condition... I, I'm, I'm very much against services in OSRS. I might pay someone to get <laughs> to get me a Rogue's outfit for me. I was going to say, I think one condition that we continue to be group mates is that you must get your, your, your Rogue's outfit. But I could just do it for you. It's literally not that hard. There's a plugin that tells you everywhere you need to run. And it literally says, run. If you have to actually run, uh, it's, yeah. it's RNG I've, at that point. It's very easy. I've seen it. I still don't care. Oh, so. gotcha, gotcha. You know, so it's it's not about it's like the ease my, of the actual mini game. It's like at this it's point, like fishing it's, trawler. It's, exactly, it's it's completely out of spite. I'll do any other stupid mini game in the world. Rogues Den. I'm considering hitting up one of the boys. Jake in the recording booth says takes ten minutes max. Yeah, I can confirm it wasn't cool. ten minutes. I got it in like twelve or thirteen laps, I think. So it's uh it's down to RNG if you get a you get a box or not. Oxy doesn't care. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, quests also take ten minutes, and a lot of you scruffs out there don't do them. So Ooh, you know, this is the spicy XQ-based episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do your quests. Do your quests. We took do off quests. a week, and now we're coming back, and we're 
No Coming chill. Coming back guns blazing. No chill, as, Dude, the, as the kids just, say. I, I just want you to think about it for a second, right? Like, what what is the cold opener for next week going to be? Well, what uh, is the cold opener for next week's episode going to be? If I get my cape tomorrow night. Yeah. So it won't be the opener for this week's episode, because, like, we're not talking about it. And you get your max cape on Saturday. What is that mess of an intro? Oh gosh, be? dude! <laughs> because I don't think we ever planned for that. Because now there's potential that it happens at the exact same time. You know, I don't want to point any fingers, but one of us has taken way longer to get their cape than the other, Michael. So, you know, just saying. I did hit six thousand hours on my account the other day. In Still actually insane. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I did the math. I, I like I like I look at my day's play and I'm like, oh, it's cool. It's two fifty. That's six thousand hours. It blew my mind. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I don't know what the cold opener is going to be, and it's. I don't know if you mean the cold opener or, but like the intro, like what we say in the in the in the in the first part. Either way, either way, I really because like. Not, we'll if, the if, they ha- if they both happen in the same week, neither one of us are going to particularly get the spotlight for the intro. Well, but. The, the good thing about it is we'll both be in the same room, and so it could just go. We could go off script for the in-person episode and say the same thing, like "Hi, welcome back to XV Waste. I'm Oxy. I'm Michael," and then we shake hands, be like, "Congratulations!" And congratulations that's it. to you, Congra- sir. Yes, yes. Congratulations, sir. And then you shake my hand, congratulations, and that's it. We've got to <laughs> we've got to do the episode where you're standing and I'm sitting down. But we're in the same frame. What? So we we keep the illusion that like Oxy's five foot oh. two alive. <laughs> I need I need to try everything in my power to like and I'll like look like down, when we like, meet hey, people. Oxy. We need to be we need to be sitting at like a booth where you're at like normal <laughs> level. But I have like a child's chair. <laughs> I need to be like comically shorter than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and I will, if we ever take a group picture, I do want to be in the front at the bottom. No. <laughs> so so it's just... funny. Michael wears heels the whole it... time, Jake? I don't think so, buddy. Dude, okay. Now that's the move right there. That would be fantastic. So in order for great you to... picture. If you... In, in order for you to appear short, then I would have to be like six, seven. You know? I mean, you have to... We just have to make it people think that you're a six seven like i took a selfie with tmd when i met him in real life right the running joke was like there's no way you let this man take his stool out of the car to take a picture right <laughs> i took a picture with jake when i met him in person <laughs> there is the shot which is jake and i and jake is a little bit taller than me and then the setup which jake is standing on a deck next to me there's like a seven inch deck in yeah. between us he's a little bit taller than me um so it needs to be something like that or like it just naturally looks like i'm small and we're talking about this in a public podcast so therefore whatever (laughs) you'd be surprised at how many people who have been around for a very long time still think it is very real i think i I told jamie the other day that i was five foot two she went oh my god oxy there's no way you're shorter than me and was just like a hundred percent seriously on board with the fact that I was five foot two. I'm like, Jamie, we've had this conversation before. She's like, yeah, you've never told me you're five foot two. I'm like, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, I'm, I'm not. But at this point I'm trying to, trying to keep it going as long as I can. But well, you're just going to have to like, you're going to have to, here's what we could do. You know, those big parachute pants, like those massive mm-hmm. jeans that just are like so wide. If yeah. you wear those, but then you bend down like you're crouching, we can crop them to where it looks like 
your feet are like at the end of the pants. And I, it, I think can't see yourself. The goal is for me to look shorter, not thicker. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I might have a fat ass, but I don't think I need parachute pants to like expand on that a little bit to then Photoshop my feet. I don't know. You can just man. wear a skirt too. You know, there's different ways to get you guys gotta pay a little extra for that. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, okay. It's two ways about to get kicked out of main event. God damn. Oh my people goodness. have already been asking you, like, hey, are you wearing one of your unbuttoned shirts to the to the place? I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna be allowed to. They're like, eh, f up. Just wear the shirt unbuttoned and see what happens. I'm like, I really don't think that's gonna be okay. But how can we go out in public and not wear our own merch? That's my question. I'm going to wear nothing but merch the whole weekend. And I, if you're um, on the video, you can uh, feast your eyes on the fruit merch, xpwaste.shop, if you'd like to snag it. I love this shirt a lot. He just did a little twirl for you audio listeners. I left that in for YouTube, but the, the, the pause there was because he did a little twirl. To yeah, show you guys little twirl the, back, the, the back says the xpwaste tour, the fruit tour, actually. And it's got all the dates that we talked about fruit on the actual show. All 10 weeks that the fruit sat on my desk. If you're un- unfamiliar, go back to episodes starting in February and listen to. starting to episode 50, I think it is, is when we had the fruit on my desk and just the saga unfolds. Dude, all right. What what episode is this? Is this 88? 84? 85? Yeah, I think it's 84. No, it's, e- it's even numbers. It's either 84 or 86. 84 i think yeah it's 84 it's 84 you guys so, know because you've read the title but yeah we don't uh <laughs> ep- uh god what words are hard um episode 99 is coming up soon it is we're gonna have to get something together for another <sighs> q a and like oh it's so funny we're not gonna give a shit about episode 100 no nope. episode 100 nobody cares nobody episode cares. 99 banger of mm-hmm. a party michael and i are getting f-ing blackout drunk it is gonna be great probably not really because we're both weenies and we record on Sundays, but like, you know, we could record on a Saturday. So that we way we have the next day off. Now that you're a working man, it takes. Yeah, I'm a working man now. <laughs> God, it's going to be such, it's going to be a nightmare episode to record. The last one was like three hours and 15 minutes and it took me like four days to edit. Yeah. It's but... when we get drunk, there's a lot of like word slurs. We have to re-say stuff a lot. Not that we, I mean, we have to re-say stuff a lot now. So just imagine oxy and i um on you know drinking alcohol it's, it's yeah, a good time it's it, it's tangential but not even in the way that we can keep it in the show like mm-hmm. normally it's just like off the chain just like this like this tangent that we're on right now that sparked from how michael's week has been going um because that's where we originated with this by the way um like this is fine to keep in the show yeah but like it's relevant Kind of <laughs> the the stuff that the, we'll just like randomly get off topic on just like the dumbest shit, but I think it's time we get on topic for the less dumb shit. Unless there's more stuff about your week you want to talk about. I don't know any notable I, milestones. I am extremely lucky when it comes to superiors. I I think there was a blood valve task of like 150, and I got five superiors. They're supposed to be like one in 200, so this will be my second or third greater demon. Like it's called a greater demon, or I don't know what it's called. Greater, greater abyssal, abyssal demon. Greater abyssal demon that has spawned in this task. But I'm extremely dry for like the good uniques. Uh, there's been tasks where I've gotten like three or four of the thermonuclear. No, the nu- 
the nuclear, the smoke devil superior. And uh, not nothing good. I've gotten like dust battle staffs and missed battle staffs. The last time I got a good superior drop was from a gargoyle. And that's when I got the imbued heart. And I'm about to kill this greater abyssal demon so I'll get the gem. But I, I'm, I'm looking for the gem. That's what I'm looking for because I want to fill out the log. Other than that, I don't know. I'm having a good time with Slayer. I'm almost to 750 tasks. And I think that's going to give me a good point boost so that I can like actually continue to skip for good tasks because I've got like 500 points left. And uh, it's not looking good as far as points are concerned to make it to 99 and still having points without hitting 750 and getting... Because I think, what, 750? That's got to be 1,000 points, right? If I go to Konar? No, I it's, on, a, it's a 250 milestone, not a 500. Oh, so I get 250 points? It's a 250th task milestone. Right. Oh. So, so 250 is like I want to say times... Slayer Masters... Let's see. Let's go to Konar. It is 10th, 50th, 100th, 250th, and then 1,000th. So you'll get 700 points from Konar oh, on your 750th good. task. Yeah, that'll put me... That'll put me back over a thousand, and so, oh, I got the abyssal head, so I can ra- I can make my red helmet, and I can uh, continue to skip for good tasks, which I am pumped for. But that's my week. That's all I really wanted to finish it out with. Other than, actually, no, I lied again. Sorry, I have so many, <laughs> I have so many totems that I'm gonna send once I max, and I'm gonna get the Scotizo pet. But the reason I've been not doing it. It's because I am not in the headspace to do like 20 hard clues all in a row. I have so many totems, but that'll be me me after I max. Yeah. What are we going to, what are we talking about this week, Oxy? Uh, Bert, we're super late to the party. Not having an episode <laughs> last week um, kind of didn't do us any favors um, because stuff actually happened last week. Within the last probably week and a half, during bingo and then a little bit after bingo, shit actually popped off. So not having an episode was not our best idea as far as, like, content Mm view-wise. Best idea in terms of, like, taking a goddamn break. Um, But within the last couple of weeks, they have expanded on combat achievements changed some of the things around from the first time we talked about it they have potentially uh they've suggested new quests uh including a master level quest that we don't know about yet and i'm pretty certain the community is pissed about because y'all a bunch of crybabies um they have talked about the revenant weapon reworks they have released the tombs of a mask at drop rates and they've reworked the osmumpton's fang it's not really been nerfed per se i mean kind of just been changed mm-hmm. And they've changed the polling system. That is so, so much in like yeah. one literal week of us. That that not is from October twenty seventh when our episode about whatever um God, what was the twenty seventh? That it was, was the, the quality of was the life. Day, yeah. That was the day the QOL episode came out until like four days ago. So it's been busy. It has been absolutely busy and I, what i find funny is like the day our episode came out they released that new blog and kind of invalidated most of the stuff that we were talking about which yeah is, with the with the rewards yes <laughs> so it's like that's what we get for 
posting it up, you know, having our our day that we post episodes on the actual release day of new content. But while we took a week off, Jagex also took a week off. So other than all of that happening, not much has happened in the actual I mean, last week because it was game following jam. following the dev. It's been a good week to follow the devs on Twitter. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited, but. Yeah, so I mean, I guess what do we what do we want to get into first? We're not normally a news podcast, but I feel like you know how much I love polling in old school RuneScape. Yeah, um, let's talk about so the polls then. I mean, sure we can. I I think we are, our original text was like, let's talk about the Fang. It might be beaten to death, but let's talk about it. So I'm content to talk about the polling system. Mm-hmm. I guess like these legitimate polling changes that they're making. So, so since like old school runescape was a thing polling has been the absolute foundation of this game as far as content coming in and going out there are things that have passed the poll as far as i would say passed up the poll and just gone straight to integrity change but a vast majority of everything that comes into this game gets sent through a poll voted on then released and we've touched on this a lot we've touched on the past a lot that the polling system both works and doesn't work for this game it doesn't work to improve the game and it does work to improve the game so i think that the changes that they've made and we can get into it now but i would say the biggest one is the fact that now they've lowered the threshold for something to pass so Mm -hmm. before it was 75 percent so you'd have um three-fourths of the vote, uh, three-fourths of the majority. Now it's 70%, which is not a giant change, but I do think that it's enough of a change that we'll see a lot of content that would not have passed will pass now. Uh, I saw this picture on Reddit. You guys can probably look it up. It was very interesting because since the, the creation of the game and all of the polls that have passed, somebody went back to back through the archives and they literally took a screenshot of everything that would have passed had the threshold been 70%, not 75%. And I think maybe one of the comments was like, so when are they releasing all of this stuff? Um, but it was super interesting to see what was like 75.8 or 74.8, not 75 um, what stuff was like 73%, stuff that was so close but just didn't hit that 75% and how different this game could have looked. There's like a lot of new prayers and shit that get added because I saw the post you're talking about and it's fascinating of like, damn, it really could have been close, which like I'm a little torn on some of that stuff because part of me is like, how good could it have been? Another part of me is like, how bad would it have been? How bad? <laughs> Seldom do I ever support the polling system, like, period. Uh, I do support it. I think it's a good addition to the game. It gives the players the ability to offer legitimate feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does hinder quite a bit of the game's progress. And a lot of the things that I, I'm looking at, you know, because I'm trying to find this post here. I got I'm you. scrolling through my Twitter. Like, I'll send it to you. Uh, Oh, what a man. Um, but, you know, what what kind of differences would stuff like this have made? Like, would we have had the content that we have now in the game if some of these things that barely passed, you know, passed? Would we have the ability to 
I don't know, get them in. Like I said, Oxy's a little frazzled this week, so words are kind of all over the place. But, you know. Not that we need to sit here and read every single one of them out. But there are some that I found super, super interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new, like, a lot of new drops, a lot of new potions, a lot of, like, it's a lot of, like, PvP stuff. There's a lot of PvP stuff. But like this, should, if the Theater of Blood is added to the game, should it be possible to combine a Vial of Blood, a Raynar, a Snapdragon, and a Snapegrass to create a super prayer potion? This prayer potion restores... Uh, prayer points, 7 plus 25% of your prayer level, and restores an additional 6 prayer points over 30 seconds at a rate at 1 point per 5 seconds. Mm-hmm. So it would have been essentially the the Scarab on, from TOA. That could have been in the game. That was at 71%. Very close to 75, but still not enough to pass. So... Uh, we'll put this in the in the description. We'll put the link to this to this Reddit post in the description if you guys are curious. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff that was very close. And to Oxy's point, a lot of this stuff is is like PvP related because that's the kind of stuff that gets down votes and and no votes in polls recently. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah, go and see, go and see what what the game could have been like, good or bad. I'm I'm very interested. Are there any other changes from the poll that you find to be interesting? It is. It is. It makes me the most happy to see because they have a section here. that says what we will poll, and it's high level concept designs for new content, new rewards, and then changes to existing content that are significant. Right. So like changes to you know how things function in in certain areas i'm trying to to think of an example like reworks to stuff like the shades of morton rework they put in the blog example like that is a significant change like the Mm -hmm. fishing trawler rework that is a significant change right and like new content obviously new rewards that all is going to get pulled because that's what we as a community want Mm -hmm. um but i'm more excited about what they're not going to pull (laughs) because you know me i love Love, love, love when they just like update shit for the mm-hmm. game. Some of it's obvious, like game modes and temporary events and like visual assets, which I'm actually kind of interested in because I'm interested to see what that means. They're like, yeah, graphics and UI stuff, like that's integrity change. That's mm-hmm. not, we're not voting on this. Um, I'm interested to see graphically where this could take us, even though they, they say they want to keep it old school, mm-hmm. right? I'm interested to see what, like, you know, what new styles of stuff are we going to get? How many new Shazian-esque updates are we going to get to places that, frankly, kind of deserve it? Um, I hope. I really do. So, Like, keeping the game the way it is for the sake that it's how it's always been is not something I'm into. Yes, mm-hmm. there are things that you just don't touch. Don't touch Lumbridge. Don't touch Varrock. Like, those cities have been iconic for over 20 years. You don't need to change them. But to that point, they changed Falador back in the day, and I think it looks fantastic. So there are certain things that you can do. They could add a whole new area to Lumbridge uh, that caters to new players or caters to the early game. Kind of like how they've done in RS3 where they made Berthorp like the starting hub, and you have all of your stuff there. It Dude, could have help. you seen what Lumbridge looks like in RS3? Like, I have There's a no. bunch of like stalls and shit that you go to. Well, that's and, cool. like it is it's a very interesting 
change to what we know right now. Like I would, this is going to sound like heresy and I know we have fans who are going to try to crucify me for this. I would love to see them update some of these old ass cities. Mm -hmm. I would love to see them give a graphical rework to Varrock. I would love to see them like, you know, add new assets to make it feel like a city, like a city. Yeah. Like there are, there are some pieces of like Varrock that you can tell, but like, Let's add some paper blowing through. Let's add some like stray cats around the city. Cause like, is Gertrude the only NPC in the entire game with a cat? Like, no, there are more, but like, mm-hmm. how is there not like cities have things like cat problems? They have dripping water. They have, you know, streets that look cleaner, streets that aren't cleaner. Like, could be, there's more stuff that I think we could do and add to these older cities to make them feel more alive. Cause a lot of them are very boxy. A lot yeah. of them, I think a good example of the general design of old school is like, look at the Arceus house right now. It's very boxy. There is a town square, but there are a lot of boxes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look so much like that with like Shazian and Hasidius anymore, but it used to. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of the old cities kind of suffer from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I there's like cities see... like, if we're on the Zaya train, um, Piscarilius, that place is massive for no reason. You know, like, walking from the top of the docks to the bottom it's absolutely massive and there's not enough i don't like we don't see ships in the in the water not that i can remember if there are i'm very sorry i've been to piscarillus in a long time but Mm -hmm. uh i I agree with you there's not to change things because i i literally just said like don't touch the old cities they're iconic for a reason but like you're right without overhauling things graphically they could update them to make this game feel not as outdated because we are working off of the year 2007 but it doesn't mean we have to still be in 2007 graphically Frankly, I yes i wouldn't even mind expansions to some of these cities i wouldn't mind an expansion to varak i know people are going to get pissed off at me for it i wouldn't mind wouldn't mind an yeah. expansion to lumbridge i wouldn't mind a layout change like you know i don't know i don't think to be frank there's... I don't think you need to change things for the sake of changing them. Right. I think that's a that's a big piece of it is don't just change it to give it a fresh look. If you're going to change it, give it a purpose mm-hmm. and give it like give it a meaning, give it a right. backstory. How they added know? the Grand Exchange to a completely dem- you know empty area in Varrock. It gave it a meaning. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of places in Varrock that are literally if you if you had a heat map of all the places that like if you had a heat map of all of the tiles that people most frequented in Verak, it would literally be the square in like that main road from the east bank to the west bank and then down to like where Charlie is. That would be about where most people go. Unless you're doing mahogany homes, nobody is going to like northeast Verak where the church is and where the museum is. And up in that northeast corner where you can go up to the wilderness... I haven't been up that way in so long. But I mean, frankly, if you're going to make a change like that to a major city, if you're going to expand it, if you're going to change the layout, I think a mahogany home style update is kind of necessary. You know, like you need something to to make the players need to go there. Like the biggest Mm -hmm. waste of space for me in Varrock is the Black Arm Gang uh, hideout. Like in the the southwest? It is the most useless part of the map. Yeah. You go there once and then never again. And I think the Phoenix gang is still, it's no better, but at least it's only one building, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, 
I think a lot can be done with these old cities. You know, again, don't rework them for the sake of reworking them. But I think the idea that like graphical changes are going unpulled for me, it's exciting mm-hmm. because you could also get character model changes. Like I don't play on HDOS a lot. I follow the HDOS devs on mutual mutuals with some of the people like on Twitter who make it, make the program it looks super cool, and every day I'm tempted to go back and try it. It's truly the plug-in problem, and I'm not going to beat a dead horse because, like, they know that, that they don't have enough plugins right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not a criticism, but goddamn, do I love screenshots of the free-to-play areas in HGOS where the, the NPCs kind of look like, you know how the Varrock guards look really out of place? Yeah. Because they're more animated, yeah. and they look weird. Um but then, like, the Knights of Camelot look a lot better because every other NPC in that area looks like that. Mm-hmm. When they start, like, that's the time they, like, first started to do these graphical updates, right? I would love if NPCs and, like, chat heads had that same kind of dynamic life they did back in, like, 2008, 2009. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't care that it looks bad by, like, today's graphical standards. Because, like... If you, if you say that, like, that style of NPC isn't truly old school, f*** you. You're, like, you weren't. You're, you're caught up in something that's gone, right? Like, I get it. It's not saying you shouldn't have a preference. But, like, it's very old school. It is prime time when most of us played. Yeah. Most of us in our mid to late 20s played the game. The pre-EOC, post-summoning, post-dungeoneering. 2009, 2010. Graphical look yeah. to the game, right? That's, again, why, like... God Wars dungeon bosses look miles ahead of like Kraken. Like, look at what Kraken looks like and what Thermi looks like. Thermi's mm-hmm. pretty much just a bigger dust devil versus a boss like Krill. Yeah, that were added at about the same demon. time, but but the assets for but like, <laughs> look at a lesser demon and then look at Krill. Look yeah. at a greater demon, then look at Krill. Look at Bandos. Look at these, like, they have a lot of detail. They move really well. Yeah. Right? They I, have, I see what you're like, saying. like, chat that goes over their head, right? Their attacks all are all different. There's punching. There's stomping. You know, there's from Criara where he, like, claws you or whatever. Um, I mean, just the flapping of Criara is probably a feat in its own. Yeah. Just, like, the fact that you it's don't, flying. You don't get that with the older NPCs. Like, even the lesser demon minions, like, in Krill's boss room are, like... like throwing rocks and shit at you whereas krill's like swinging swords around like he's a jedi or something like that (laughs) so you could tell that like more effort was being put in at that time and i still think that is a very inherently old school style but in addition to like what they're going on pulled to get back on track i'm most excited about uh the qol changes like the wiki orb menu, warning messages, moving trees, like that's that's another big one. And like menu options where like should we add a feature to allow you to make all in your inventory? I'm glad they're just doing that shit. Yeah. Cause yeah. like who cares? The one thing if I can bitch about one thing. You mean I wish they would have um said cosmetic statless items were just integrity changes. I don't mean statless in the sense of like during game jam this week, if you follow mod soften on Twitter, she's been working on things for the wilderness expansion. And there are a lot of items that have been pitched by players um, 
that are statless but offer some sort of benefit when you're in the wilderness. I mean, like, fancy boot. Like, I mean, like, you know, clue scroll reward. Yeah. Statless fashionscape items. Right. I kind of wish that would also go unpulled because what is, if you don't like it, don't use it. The Hasidious House wall kit, if you don't want it, don't don't use it like it's not it's not going to affect you that it's in the game that's like saying you know what i really don't like the desert house theme because i don't like the music it's weird to me so i think we should remove it like no it's dumb like, it doesn't I don't affect like you it. if you don't don't use it right um you ever seen a desert house it's very interesting like there's a whole desert layout it's it's Is not that a bad. real thing in the yes oh in, in old school there is like a desert style polniviac like house oh. thing um but you know i've been stuck in the winter theme since like winter of 2019 and uh or whenever that came out i i was i was saw i saw tyler's house t-pace saw his house today because he just got 83 and he's like come to my house mm-hmm. I'm like okay and it had grass and i have not been inside a house that has grass in a long time and it made me think like you know how this is a weird analogy, follow me. You know how like if you if you go into somebody's house, it has a distinct smell, but like you go to your house and you, you don't have a you don't smell anything because you're nose blind. Mm-hmm. Well, my my eyes become like I don't know what the, the the equivalent of that, but like I just see snow on the ground and then I go into his house and it's quite jarring because there's grass. Yes, Fortimus in the recording boot chat says dot 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 blind. Um Yes, I'm not blind. No, I just no, want to no, think like... no, nose blind is a thing, you guys. Is the recording booth chat trying to gas lamp Michael? No. Like I swear <laughs> to God, guys. Like nose blind is a thing. They're just they're memeing me because I said you're blind, but you're not blind. I'm not I'm not saying I'm blind. I'm just like I've become desensitized to all of the snow in my house. That's what I'm trying to say. And Yeah, and I mean I was I jarring. I have I have the same thing. Speaking of jars, uh, remember I told you I went to Jamie's house for 99 cooking? Yeah. Something was throwing me off and I couldn't figure out what. She has green grass in her house. Yeah. I have the Zertian theme because remember when Leagues 2 came out and all the Twisted League rewards like plummeted in price? Oh, uh, yeah. Is yours black? Before, is, the, is like your floor yeah, black? Yeah. Oh, so okay. before, before Trailblazer came out, um, the twisted stuff used to be stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. The wall kit was like 20 mil. The horns were like 15 mil. They're actually kind of like flexes to have it in your house because they were so expensive. Then Leagues 2 came out and the prices tanked. So when Leagues 2 came out and people could start spending their awards, I'm like, I think I'm going to buy me one of those wall kits. <laughs> um, and I did. It was like, I think I spent maybe four or five mil on it. They're like 800K now or oh, something no. like that. They're not that expensive. Uh, I'm actually going to look it up wall what uh, is it not oh my god twisted while he looks it up twisted blueprint i'm going twisted blueprint is 2.1 mil so i did lose a little bit of money oh no but like it it is very strange to like see another players even like your house throws me off because i'm like why is it white yeah so snow yeah but i don't know it makes me want to grind out construction so i can have the hosidious theme i was just about to say someday i'll train construction again and someday i'll get that wall kit because like i'm rich i can do top cba saving money with the builder's outfit i want to save my points for that for that wall kit recolor i have i think i'm like a quarter of the way there (laughs) yeah i might go do that after i max just so i can 
stop looking at all this snowy paradise that I have. Never mind that I could just take it off and have a normal theme. Like the desert theme, that sounds like fun. It's It's interesting. But since I like the in-game music, the music for me is weird. So speaking of tangents that are related to RuneScape, kind of, I am really weird about sounds. Graphically, things can change, no problem. But when sounds start to change, then I start to get bothered. I don't mind the new sequel trilogy for Star Wars. It's not my favorite, but I also understand that it is not for me because people hated the prequels and the prequels were my entire childhood. So like, you know what? I hope the kids these days like the sequel trilogy. Remember when the Force Awakens trailer first came out? Yeah. You know what I really didn't like about it? Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Not because it had a corrupted crystal and looked weird. Not because it had the cross guard, which like doesn't make any sense, by the way. as far as like fighting with a laser sword goes, not important. That didn't bother me. It's that the lightsaber's ignition sound was weird. Mm-hmm. When sounds and when music are changed without any reference to the old stuff, right? It is just really bothersome to me. And I think that's part of my issue with some of the house themes in OSRS. Because if you listen to the the track, Home Sweet Home, do, 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 that's the house theme. And that's the music I like, because I play with game sounds. So when I hear a different sound, I'm like, I hate this. I don't want it. I hate this. I don't like it. Um, and I'm going to be really disappointed if the Hasidious theme has different music. But my point is, like, it is... Yeah, the sounds really, really throw me off. I don't. So that's why I don't like other themed houses. Gotcha. Because the gotcha. music isn't the house. The is it? Can't do we have a manual mode? Could I turn it on? Yes. Could I turn old school RuneScape music off? Hundred percent. I could. Am I gonna do either one of those things? No. Because I keep my music on auto. I just let it fly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that's a weirdness of mine 6,000 hours I was so excited uh went during the halo infinite flight when the drums kicked on for the first time because I thought 343 had done something stupid like tease us then they actually put the halo theme in the game I like got out of my chair and started dancing I was really excited for that that was like last summer though, <laughs> so it's not relevant point is I'm weird about sounds 6,000 hours in this game and I don't think I've ever once played with music on for longer than like two seconds I don't know it's like it's at this point it's it's just a thing i i I don't know that i could actually change just the way just the same like the same way that you can't turn it off because it's how Mm -hmm. you've grown into playing this game i don't think that i could play with music on you know had we both Mm -hmm. started playing the music uh and then you know i don't yeah that's it's it's we're the same but different is what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. but it is, yeah, and like to that point, some weapons have different sounds on different styles. The scythe on aggressive has a different slashing sound than the scythe on crush. And it's weird for me, because I know something's wrong. That's like interesting. If I, go from, if I go from Nightmare to Tom and forget to switch it back from crush, I know I'm like, something's off right now but I don't know what and vice versa. If I don't turn my scythe on crush, something sounds weird. Cause like, that's not a sound I hear at nightmare. That's a theater of blood noise. Huh? The nightmare sounds are dead. 
I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. I could give myself a couple of diagnoses, none of which I'm going to give on the show. But we're just going to call it weird <laughs> and say that Oxy is very excited for just the the amount of things that they are like doing integrity changes on mm-hmm. for this game that they're not polling. Like if on the off chance any J mods listen to the show, right? I, I know that we probably like don't have any that listen to it. But if on the off chance I do, or if on the off chance that somebody is friends with a J mod who listens to the show, I am so unironically proud of you guys for making these changes and finally putting your foot down and being like small changes to things that most players don't know how they work or doesn't affect a vast majority of them in a way that alters their game mode changes to like uim poh drastically changes that game mode doesn't seem big to us but it changes it for them Mm -hmm. right changes to adventure paths I bet 95% of you don't even have an adventure path option. The little orange star on your quest log menu, you don't even have it because your account was made after or before that was a thing. Um, like changes to that that they can just do. I'm so happy. You guys just finally went and did it. I am so happy that that is a thing now. So thank you for... I always say just being game devs about it. But, like, I'm serious. I am like unironically now. <laughs> I'm very excited for, like, how it is going. And leading into the new quest that you guys have pulled, uh, the Garden of Death and the Mystery Master Quest, that is not while Guthic sleeps, by the way. Everyone seems to think it is. It's oh, really? Not. I've... No. So, Submediant, the deep-voiced, punny man that he is, played a lot of RS3 before coming over to, um, to Old School. The quest is described as uh, it's a mystery. Uh, it's a murder mystery, and you're one of the suspects. Oh. I've never done While Guthic Sleeps. I have heard from him and many of my other RS3 friends that While Guthic Sleeps is not a murder mystery. Everyone says, well, if you hover over the, re- the quest required, it says While Guthic Sleeps. It also says, core blimey, mate, what are you doing in me pockets? Like, the whole thing is a meme for people who are highlighting that black text. Oh. <laughs> and, like, copying it over. Like, they say they complete the collection log, and, like, there's a bank standing quest, and, like, dungeoneering when. So, like, there's potential for it to be a port from RS3. That's funny. I'm not saying it's off the table, but there is there is potential for it to be something that was in RS3. Maybe it's a continuation of, like, the red axe storyline that's been altered a little bit. Maybe it's, you know, a continuation of like devious minds that just sort of like fucked off and never got like finished, you know, maybe it's something completely new. Maybe it is just a new quest because we have a new continent with new characters and new stories. So also I'm pretty certain while Guthlick sleeps is what brings in the sixth age in rs3 and it also gives us items that we already mostly have in osrs right didn't it bring in dragon claws if i'm not mistaken yeah it brought tormented demons and dragon claws i'm pretty sure which are just demonic gorillas come on i'm sure it brought other things too but like i want in the game because the story is good but it it alters in a new age the gods are back it's fucking weird samedian just Um, said wgs is not sixth age is it a um a wombo god sword is that what they brought in that's oh my god the wgs 
something something Godsword. It's a meeting. Just let it go, my guy. Just let anyway. it go. <laughs> I did yeah. not know that you could highlight the black text in that in that news post. That is hilarious, and I love that they have a sense of humor because you're right. It's like literally memes. It's like wear Varrock. <laughs> yeah, that's a meme. It's, that's it's hilarious. Good. The fact that they're they're implementing this new polling system of like, which we didn't really talk about what the big polling changes are. Instead of like pitching like, hey, we have this big idea for new content that we have fully realized and done a bunch of stuff for. Do you guys like it? And our pissant community is like, no, we don't. So they just like waste four months of development yeah. time on it. Yeah, um, that's going away. They give like just very vague like, hey, do you guys want a new quest? Do you guys want a new raid? Do you guys want a new boss? That's like Sarachnus tier sick right right let's add it to the game then they like add details from there then they pull the nitty-gritty stuff of like the rewards and the things that actually affect the game um so i'm glad that's how they're changing it and now they're like hey it's a master level quest it's gonna be hard it's gonna offer a new boss do you guys want it they do give us the requirement i can tell you what it is i can tell you what it is yeah do you want it yes or no (laughs) i I really like that approach of like no figure it out what do you want do you want it yes or no um i don't know so i'm excited that like those are some of the changes that they're making so like no matter what it's coming um even though like we've seen with the pvp arena that sometimes it can backfire you know sometimes it can be like you know we're gonna add this new piece of content what about the rewards and all the rewards fail um i doubt that'll happen for any pvm or quest or you know pve or how anything that's not player versus player i imagine we're not going to have that problem Mm -hmm. um but i don't know they do give a a pretty cool example i don't know if it's in this blog post but essentially they they give an example of the polling question that they asked for tombs of a basket Mm -hmm. and then they underneath it they give like an example question of something they would ask for a new raid or say that tombs of masculine hadn't come out yet and they were going to be pulling it under this new system essentially it's like should the tombs of a masket be released as described in this poll blog that we talked about also on the summer summit yes or no <laughs> um they've already done months of work they pretty much have the whole raid fleshed out at that point it's literally it's like at that point that they're pulling it, they could hit go live versus the new system that they're working with. The, the question would go something like this. Should we release a new raid in the desert? Yes or no. <laughs> so it's a lot more vague for them to get the, the green light to produce content without having to put, you know, four months into development just to have a blog post full of content. And then what if people say no? It happened with the warding. All they would have had to do with this new system is should we release a new skill? Yes or no? Based around like yeah. the crafting of magical armor sure. or something like you that. You could be vague or you could not. They could literally just say, should we release a new skill in OSRS? Yes or no. And if it passes with 70% yes, they have the freedom to then work with the community on what they want and pull specific steps in that process so that they can get six months down the road and not have just, you know, wasted all of this time and, and have it be a no. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. I really am. 
how that affects future updates, we'll find out. You know, I'm excited for the prospect of of new content because that's like that's what's keeping this game alive. At and, the end of the day, is the content that we're we're all participating in. And for me, that's that's kind of what it comes down to because old school has a lot of old school lends itself to a play style of it's steps and steps and steps and steps. Iron men know this better than anyone, but you have to do a to do B to do C to do D to do a more efficiently kind of thing. Um, there are a lot of grinds. There's a lot of hours that go into this game. A lot of people understandably would like to know what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would like to know what they're going to be spending the next four weeks to six months of their life doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're being super vague, right, we're adding a new mining training method to the game. Someone who's going for a max cape might be shitting themselves because, well, do I, do I wait to train mining? Do I bang out mining now? Or is like this new one going to be so much faster? Like, could you imagine, like, you did it, right? You you did it with runecrafting. You did bloods forever. You were locked at bloods for two months, mm-hmm. right? Doing nothing but Zaya runecrafting, bloods and souls. If you were about to start that grind and they said, we're thinking about releasing a runecrafting minigame, what do you guys think about that? Would you have still done bloods or would you have waited to do 99 runecrafting? Or would you have been nervous either way? If if they gave a legitimate timeline, I think I would have waited, to be honest with you. With exactly. just so, that simple question, I would have waited. Because there was other stuff I could be doing. I could have worked on agility, which had an update but, already. But the point is, right, if they're going to do it for one skill, when are they going to do it for all the skills? And it just it puts off grinds, and it puts off like various things. Because like, what if, for example, right? I'll give you an example from Melvor Idol. I still play that game a lot, and I know some of you XP racers do too. Before the new expansion came out, Impending Darkness was the end-all be-all. It was the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Very difficult boss. I failed on Bane, Instrument of Fear, when Bane had like 400 health left. I was so afflicted, I couldn't make it. And I had spent like four straight hours doing it, and I'm like, well, guess I'm done. Throne of the Herald came out. And now there's a bunch of things added to the game that I'm able to do with my skills that are going to make Impending Darkness a lot easier, right? So if a new quest comes out that gives me access to little minions that do additional chip damage, Mm -hmm. don't you think that would be a lot easier to kill Galvec or Saran or Gluff if I do that quest that gives me these thralls first? Mm. So why would I do Monkey Madness 2 when this new Kingdom Divided quest is coming out that gives me this? So it just delays things, right? Understandably, that is a concern from the player base, that not knowing is not good. And I don't blame you. The unknown is a scary thing, right? I deal with it all the time. The unknown is a very scary thing, especially when it's something you care so deeply about, you put so much of yourself your time your effort into i don't think personally i have ever cried over a video game due to my own performance mm-hmm. like i have had scenes in video games that make me cry you know when when six turned around and said negative i have the gun oh god damn it just does things to you man but like the inferno is an example of something that just like 
is you invest a lot of emotion into it, right? And everyone has done that with pieces of this game. Quest bosses, skilling grinds, PVM experiences, you know, events you do together. Everyone remembers their first big milestones in this game. And when random shit gets added that you don't know what it is, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I will admit, it can be uncomfortable. More often than not, it's going to be fine. And with this new system, even if they add it, they haven't added it. Like, the, the, the new concept, I actually like a lot better because instead of being like, hey, we're adding this new hard-level boss that drops a lot of, like, cool upgrades. It drops a new crush armor set. It drops some new mage staffs that have variable orbs you can put in them. And it drops a sick mace. Like, do you want all this shit? Right? And you're like, eh, okay, whatever. It sounds fun. But then you have to do Nightmare. And you're like, oh, God. If... They were to pull the question, hey, should we add another boss to Mauritania? It's going to be kind of hard, group content. And you say yes. And so it's coming. They pitch the initial idea. It sucks. We outcry. They change it. Mm -hmm. It sucks again. We're like, eh, almost. Not quite. They change it again, Mm -hmm. right? Knowing that we're getting something that's not been implemented or even fully realized yet is a good thing because now we have more of a voice as players to change it. Right. It is scary off the rip to hear, we're giving you a new quest with a new boss. Yes or no. Because a lot of like a lot of the concerns, which again are very valid are like, is it going to be Vorkath 2.0? Like, do we need to ruin the economy even more by adding another Vorkath in? Mm. Is it going to have another item that is so crucial to the end game of PVM? That if you don't have it, you're not considered in the end game. Right. Like the Vorkath had. Right. Right. That's... So there's a lot of concerns that various people from various communities are voicing. I am in the camp that it is going to be okay, scary as it may be. So just just embrace the fact that it scares you, and vote accordingly. Understand that it's not coming like today. Right. Once again, I blanket yes to everything in the last poll because it was combat achievements in the new quest. Um, but if it frightens you, embrace it for the next couple of polls and just see what happens. Because if it's terrible, the community is going to let people know. Mm-hmm. But to to get all up in arms about something that's not even been fully implemented until this past week, it's okay. Just let it happen. See where it goes. Yeah. Or vote accordingly. Like, a, you know, if you don't want it in the game, then don't vote for it. That's you're, you're free to do that as a player of this game. The being... I, we don't want to pressure you into saying you need to vote for every new update because that's that's unrealistic. There will be updates that we vote no to because maybe we we as players don't want them. And it's not our job as podcasters of the platform to try and influence the community's decision in any way. So you vote how you want this game to look, how you want it to play. And if you are, if you're within that 70% of people um, that say, I guess, no, if you're within the 30% that, what is the math on that? Would he be in the 30% to say no? They said it's like, it's like 1.5% of 
of the player base that votes no because only like six or seven percent of the player base actually votes okay so so if you're in that relevant, if I mean, you're in that small group of people that that vote no then you may not see the update so who knows either way just don't be a shitter and vote in the poll right honestly <laughs> right just, just vote in the poll relevant to because this tuesday is election day this episode's already gonna be out by then but like hope you guys voted so i mean if you're in the united states that is if you're out of the united states how does it feel to not live in a shit show of a political climate but you know <laughs> that's neither here nor there last time we brought up politics people got mad oh. um uh, one thing they did do unpolled which had the community up in fucking arms that i'm sure we could talk about here for a little bit yeah is the change to the mumpty right everyone's favorite Oz Mumpton's fang. Oz Mumpty's fang. <laughs> so TLDR, um, you guys have probably read the blog post. You've seen the YouTube videos. You've listened to other podcasts that have talked about this. Oz Mumpton's fang didn't work properly when it first came out. It was only hitting like sixes. And then they fixed it. But they actually didn't fix it. Because that was re-rolling the accuracy and defense of every monster in the game. Uh, and... It's not supposed to do that. It's only supposed to do that within TOA, just like a lot of other weapons. Like the shadow is more effective. The Karis is more effective only within TOA, mm-hmm. especially with the jewels and things. So it didn't work, and it kind of quickly shot the fang up to like best in slot or second best in slot at a lot of pieces of content where like stab isn't even the best. Like fang beat out blade of Saldor, whip, and rapier at Tob. The only thing that beat it was Scythe. Fang was like beating out Arclight at some demon bosses, depending on like what setup you were wearing. Like Fang was nuts, and then it turns out it's broken. So they opt to fix it or make it do what it's supposed to do, which is only re-roll player accuracy outside of TOA. <clears throat> People are pissed about it, and it has kind of shaken up the economy because that in conjunction with releasing drop rates um people are very upset um because toa i think like the entirety of fortified missouri is worth less than a tour of a plate body um because the drop rates are very common Mm -hmm. and they're very accessible uh with the trade-off being Unlike next TOA doesn't suck balls to do over and over again. Right. Um, it doesn't drain you as a person to do <laughs> TOA, unlike next does. Um, so I think there's a big talk of like drop rate and the fang, like period. Have you read up on this, Michael, at all? I haven't so much read up on it, but I have been in the Discord chats where people have discussed it. And my opinion is it was a, in quotations, nerf, but I don't think it changed that much. I really don't. Like, in some places, it was 2% less effective now. Mm -hmm. So to me, if you want to buy a fang, just buy a fang. Like, yes, it's common, but I don't know. In my head, it makes sense that a weapon that is as common as it is um, shouldn't be good everywhere. I guess it's like akin to 
if they accidentally made the brine saber, you know, better than a whip. Is kind of how it's the blowpipe problem. Yeah, blowpipe is the blowpipe than is supposed to be good everywhere. It is not supposed to be best in slot everywhere. Right, and that was the issue they ran into with the Fang. Unlike waiting four years and really pissing off the community, they did it two months after release. Yeah, I guess in four so years, good on them for being quick about it. Right, because in four years, no one's going to remember this time and be like, "Man, I'm still pissed that they." That they nerf the thing outside the raid because in four years we're going to have another weapon that will probably you know fill another niche use and the fang will be less the fang will probably be like 10 mil in four years just based on the drop rate and how many are going to be coming into the game because we're already seeing it fall below 100 mil for the first time since the raid started and and jake actually brought up uh jake actually brought up that point it's like it wasn't actually a a function nerf it was a price nerf i think i bought my fang for 200 mil a couple weeks after release now it's 74 it was i think when they announced the nerf it dropped to like 90 and now it's 74 like a week and a half later so um yeah mima brings up a good point in the recording booth chat by the way essentially saying that and this is kind of how i feel and again, this is the tinfoil hat. I don't think it was ever bugged how they said it doesn't, you know, it's it's works a certain way in the raid and it works a certain way outside of the raid. I think that they legitimately nerfed it and blamed it on a bug that was their oversight. I don't, I, I, I just can't see that still happening legitimately within within the game. Like, that's... That's like a Kraken level bug that happened. You know, Kraken was supposed to hit you harder. We've talked about it on the show and it was bugged. And they're like, yeah, now it's a game. It's a feature. Well, why isn't the thing being bugged a feature now? You know what I mean? So uh, here, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Let's say that's completely correct. Let's say Jagex intended the thing to work exactly as it did pre-nerf. And then they went back and thought, huh, maybe we should change this. And they changed it. And they're like, you know what? Let's save face. Let's call it a bug issue. Because people don't complain about bug issues. Mm -hmm. But the community is smart, and they found out that it wasn't actually broken to begin with, right? They're calling it a bug issue to save face. Let's catastrophize, is the term I often use in my office. Catastrophize for a moment, right? Say that's what it is, right? Kraken is bugged. What does Kraken being bugged affect? Kraken Slayer tasks. And the ease of which you get some items, right? Yeah. Now let's look at the items that you get from Kraken. You get the Kraken pet and the jar of dirt, which are worthless. Um, you get the trident, or the, you get the full trident, the trident of the seas, which po- probably, possibly not as valuable as it could be. But there's two counterpoints. Number one, uncharged trident, a lot easier to get with the little Krakens. Mm-hmm. Number two, Toxic Trident, Sang Staff, Kodai Wand, Shadow. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's better weapons out there, right? The Flippity Flip, uh, you've got the Tent Whip. Tent Whip is a pretty good upgrade, but the Tent Whip is also degradable. And you want to know what you get back after the Tent Whip degrades? The Tent. The Tentacle. <laughs> so the value inherently goes into the abyssal whip Mm. right so that's what we're seeing with kraken so the effects of kraken being bugged 
only affect a small part of the game, but not really, because the items that come from Kraken aren't game-breaking. They're not so important that the, the integrity of combat rests on these items. Let's look at the effects of the Osmumpton's Fang. It re-rolls accuracy and defense, right? It's not bugged. That work, it works exactly how it's intended to. You're talking now accounts don't necessarily need to land hammer specs at Chambers or Tom. They don't need to land BGS specs at somewhere like Vorkath or Bandos. You know, they can take this weapon that re-rolls defense on every single hit, every five ticks, to every single melee boss in the game. And it has enough value to not be lost in the wilderness unless you don't have protect item and get smited in your skull, mm -hmm. right? It was being used in PvP, right? A raid's weapon was being used in PvP. We've not seen that since Claws, mm -hmm. right? Nothing from Theater of Blood is used in PvP. And hardly anything from TOA except for the Fang was used in PvP. The effect that the Fang had was so much more impactful than a, like a Kraken glitch that like it was the blowpipe blow 2.0. You know, only this time they didn't give us some time to like say goodbye as it were. They just said in like two days, the shit's changing. Mm -hmm. Right. When we get back from the weekend, this shit's getting changed. Right. The blowpipe was like a month and a half of changes that went through iterations of like, here's where we're happy with it. Mm -hmm. um, I still think it's the right choice because, again, it, is it a bug or is it a feature? Yes. Like. It's all fine, well and good. When the content is negligible. Right. Running up a mountain in Skyrim probably shouldn't work, but it does. Walking a horse up a mountain shouldn't work, but it does. What does it affect? Nothing. Nothing. Because half the time it takes just as much time to walk through it as it does to walk around it. Right. When you have something like, I, I don't know, I think the change was good, even if it was frustrating. I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for that one, too. Yeah. I'm out here saying they should change Varrock and Lumbridge, and I think the, the Fang change was fine. Well, here's I'm going to be in the hot seat this episode for sure. I, here's the thing. I don't think the Fang change was as drastic as people think. Yes, it got knocked off the pedestal of being best in slot for a lot of things, but it's still, like, second best. It's still very good. But I think people are just salty, and they're like, well... I need the best in slot or I can't play this game. So I'm going to buy my rapier back because they nerfed my fang. That's buy the back. mindset. Poor financial decision, but go right. ahead and buy it back. So I have a website. Somebody did all the calculations, put it in an Imburger <clears throat> link. And uh, this is basically like the DPS changes pre and post nerf. So the difference between... And this is just, I'll rattle off a couple of these. Vorkath, pre and post nerf. It's a 2% difference. DPS before was 9.9. .9. The DPS after, 9.7. You're still hitting close to a 10 DPS every time. It's 0.2. Um, there are some notable ones, big ones. Tecton, when he's enraged, 
it got nerfed 24%. That's pretty big. But when you think about 24%, do you think about 3.9 versus 2.9? You lost one point of DPS damage. 24% sounds like a lot. But your DPS goes from 3.9 to 2.9. That doesn't sound like a lot. I may be ignorant to the DPS calculator nerds. I'm sorry, but that doesn't seem like that big of a deal to be... But but DPS calculator nerds aside, uh, Tecton isn't weak to stab. He's weak to crush. So look up the DPS with an Inquisitor's Mace before you start bitching about the fang. I'm just saying, these were the numbers pre and post. Yeah. Like, this was good enough for people to say, yes, I'm bringing a fang to Tecton. Because mm-hmm. I think the point was, like you said it earlier, you don't have to bring a Dragon Warhammer and miss three times and have to reset your, your challenge mode. You know, So I can post this link if you guys want to check it out in the, in the description. It's worth looking through just to calm your heart a little bit when you're like, my Fang has dropped 45 mil from the, since yesterday when I bought it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. All of that aside, I want to give, I want to give what my, if I was a JMod sitting in the like in the meeting, what should we do? Like the what should we do meeting? This would have been mm-hmm. my um, proposal. Since the Fang is so common, let's swap the Fang with the Ward on the drop table, and make it just make it a little bit more rare. Give it that rarity so that people aren't getting it in zero invocation raids like the second one that they do you know they're going to come into the game way less often thus making it more of an expensive item thus giving it the rightful place of being best in slot you mentioned Mm -hmm. it earlier jake said it in the recording booth chat this is a price nerf not a dps nerf because people are people are upset that an item that you can get from a zero invocation raid cost a hundred mil and it's good everywhere. That's that's what this boils down to. Is people are upset that it's so cheap, which boggles my mind. It blows my mind that that people care about that stuff so much. Like things have to be expensive in this game for you to have fun. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I've never I've never played that way to where it's like Mm -hmm. everything I own has to be expensive. I don't care about my bank value. I'm not that player. So to me, having the thing be accessible and having it be cheap was not an issue to me, but it's an issue to everybody else. So Jaggers had to do something about it. I think one of the the big issues with that is kind of like we talked about a couple weeks ago of like, I I walked so these people could run. Why is it that I had to do this content with this weapon and other people get to do it with it? It's that same concept of like it was harder for me, it should be hard for you kind of thing. I hate that. Like it shouldn't be accessible. And people do like when number go up. The whole point of RuneScape is number go up, dopamine go up. I get excited. Yay. Yeah. Um my bank value has stayed at about one point five bill for like eight months. Huh. It's it's very strange. It's weird. <laughs> because items keep changing in price. I bought a scythe at about 520 mil, I think, mm-hmm. maybe. And I bought it at about 1.5 bill bank value, roughly speaking. 
I have pretty much completed my Scythe rebuild. Everything I have sold, I now have back, except for like a Vagora's Chain Mace. Hmm. Who gives a shit? Uh, though I should buy one before the Wilderness Boss Rework comes out. <laughs> um, my bank is still 1.5 bill. So it's weird when your bank value doesn't reflect the stuff that you have in there. It's It doesn't feel good, you know? So it's understandable why people want these items to be expensive. I I I think eventually it's going to lose its allure of a being a raid drop. I think that's another issue, you know. Yeah. Because it's so accessible, like yeah, eventually the fang is going to turn into the abyssal whip. It's like, "Oh, whip. Nice." Well, it's going to turn into like, like a prayer not... scroll from from chambers or the avernus. I hope it's never I hope it's never that bad. Um, I mean, not in like, price. I mean, in hey, you got a you got a, a troll drop, you got a fang, or you got mm-hmm. the the ward or whatever the, the light bear. Sorry, you got the light bear because the light bear. Everyone already is going to think. Everyone's going to think a bulk of the raid rewards are going to be troll drops because it's accessible. People, there aren't that many troll drops at Theater of Blood because not a lot of people can do Theater of Blood relative to tombs have a masket. Like a lot of people can do Tob, yeah. But like, I mean, you say we that we see so many more people in our Discord doing TOA than are doing TOB. Yeah, I can. As I, I'm telling you, the, the the difference is astonishing. You say that, but like I've never heard somebody go, "Heck yes, I got just this year." Whoa! Well, troll there drop. are less <laughs> troll drops, but like, look at it. There's the prayer scrolls and the elder mall. Uh, those suck. The dins, maybe not that great, right? Co- and, uh, Everything else in chambers. The buckler is also over not ten great. Hmm? How much is the buckler? Twisted buckler. The buckler is like twelve, eighteen, oh, something okay. like that. So, still, buckler is pretty pricey, right? But but not like toilet paper, like we call the arcane prayer scroll. Yeah. You've got just dish here, which you're more likely to get a hundred mil drop than you already get an eleven mil drop at top right now. In addition to rapier, sang scythe, right? TOA, the Missouri mask is not holding any value because of what like the mask does, yeah. or more importantly, doesn't do. It's not helmet a slots helmet. are there. It's hard to keep a, a helmet valuable in this game because we have Slayer helms, and it's it's hard to keep a range mage helmet valuable when shit is done on task. Because mm-hmm. like, where are the places you use range the most? It's more often than not high level PVM content and a lot of like other than next, I'm really struggling to think where a Missouri helmet might be better. Your first Infernal Cape, maybe it's probably more worth it to camp a Torva helmet for solo chambers. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth it to camp a Torva helmet for, for TOA. You don't take Missouri into Corrupted Gauntlet. You wear a Slayer helmet for Hydra, like, you know. It's it's things like that where helmet slots are gonna lose their allure. You've got the ward, eight mil. You've got the light bearer, seven mil. You know, you'll have the Missouri pieces and the shadow, which will always be cool. Uh but the Fang does have potential to become a justy piece or an elder mall. It's got potential. Right. But I think it's always had I don't think this nerf has given it that potential. Right. I think it's always had that potential. Oh, but I mean, yeah, it was just inflated in value for a while because they're just 
it's due to the accessibility of the raid. This isn't me trying to be elitist. This isn't me trying to be gatekeepy. I love the fact that people can do raiding content. It's so exciting to watch people on my bingo team do raids for the first time and like get big drops, you know, and like it's fun to go with people who are financially stable enough and are good enough at other pieces of content where like we can give learners a ward if we get it mm-hmm. as like a free for all item. Like here, we just tripled your cash stack. Take the ward. Like we don't we don't want to. It's more work for us to split it out than it is for you to just keep it <laughs> like that is that is fun. For me, that is enjoyable for the people we go with, right? It is fun to watch people learn and like, you know, you might not be able to get an Infernal Cave, but you can get a Missouri backpack and that's certainly not an easy thing to do. True. You can get a Ward Transmog, like, it's accessible. That is good. It is accessible. Purples are going to stop mattering. God Wars Dungeon. Accessible. Eh. Bando's Chestplate. Mm. <laughs> your main account enjoy seven mil on yeah. that split you know what i mean yeah like and that's why i honestly the the swap would have made the most sense if they really wanted to do something about it because they i don't think it's out of the question that a swap on the drop table could have fixed it and it could have been acceptable is what i'm trying to say it's not it's not out of the question that they can just swap something on a drop table that's that to me has the same effect as nerfing it although it would have been the opposite it would have made the price go up and they could have kept it how it was and people would have been happy rather than oh it would have been oh instead of oh you know what i mean because you wanted to keep the fang how it was if you wanted to keep the fang how it was you would have had to put it at the same drop rate as the shadow I'm sorry. That would have been the change that needed to be made. And maybe they should have. If you wanted to keep the fang in its state, it should have been the drop rate of the shadow. Sure. Change my mind. I mean, I think that's a a big ask because, well, maybe not. I mean, from everything that we've said, the fang is a powerful weapon (laughs) and it's good everywhere. So then why not? But then, yeah, yeah. I mean, swapping it with the drop rate of the ward maybe wouldn't have done enough, but it would have made it more stomachable that it was 150 mil that it was mm-hmm. you know that the, the the rapier was cheaper these are all the things that people were complaining about bank value go bonk that's what people want i think we said it in a, an episode of, in the past but like all jagex all jagex has to do to eliminate all of the complaining is ban the bank value plugin from rune light that's it because that would stop people from seeing, like, oh, I go to bed at 1.5 bill, I wake up, my, now my bank's at 1.2 bill, what did I just lose? It would it would stop a lot of the complaining on Reddit. So, Jmods, if you're listening, ban the bank um, bank uh, value plugin. I would be interested to see what that would look like for a month, just because, like, that's how players keep in touch with the economy. Because a good deal of the player base does not, they don't follow GE Tracker. Mm-hmm. Like, some of you listening probably do, um, but not all of you do. I bet a good portion of you don't have a G. I don't have a GE Tracker account. Like, you guys don't follow that shit. Right. Um, so a vast majority of players wouldn't even realize things were happening with the economy. Right. And they would probably be more focused on, like, getting the items and, like, going for financial goals yep. than they would be seeing the value of them. Because, like... 
how many t- exactly you're right people go to bed at 1.5 they wake up at 1.2 and they panic and they don't know what happened right you're absolutely right that happens all the time in this game mm-hmm. yeah so, and, and prices fluctuate so often because people are checking their bank value every single day i think it would do a lot for the economy if people didn't panic sell people didn't um panic buy <laughs> i mean merching and stuff that's always going to be a part of the economy and that's going to be that's what stimulates the economy is like people buying and selling but when a post goes live or like a, a jmod blog goes live and everybody wakes up and panic sells their fang because oh it's nerfed without reading into it without you know they're like i just don't want to lose money well you're doing worse at the end of the day for your bank value by by not thinking critically about these things Mm -hmm. i never panic sell anything and my bank value like yours has stayed consistently around 1.2 to 1.3 bill except that time you sold all those armadillo crossbows i was trying to make a smart financial decision (laughs) not not based off of something (laughs) yes whatever i i lost a lot of money on our armadillo crossbows because they were no they were just dog water at next and that was on me it wasn't that much money. I think I lost like maybe a hundred mil, which is a lot. Mind it's still you, still a lot of money to lose, dog. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, I I think two things on that. I think before, because are you about set to go to commercial? I got two more things, and I'm set to go to commercial. Yeah, let's do it. I don't know what you got. Yeah. Um, two final things from me on that. Number one, if nobody ever panic sold anything, you'd never would have had a Great Depression. Just saying. I wish that concept worked. It doesn't. People get scared. Number two, for you listening out there, take it from two people who have played this game a lot. We've done a lot of content. It is always, and I cannot stress this enough, it is always more worth it to have the item than to have the money. Sitting on a cash stack because what if I need to buy X item don't do it go make that money go do the content don't sell your items because they're falling because what are you going to do with that money buy back that item again Hmm? (laughs) like even things that hold no value just keep them yeah it's it doesn't hurt you to keep an item i have a crossbow that i've had forever that i bought at six mil it's now 30 something mil i've had a dragon hunter lance that i bought at 80 mil and it's now 32 mil something like that you know i've bought and sold items that have gained and in or have gained and lost value over time and it is always better to have the item than to have the liquid cash i'm sorry it's just the way of the game mm-hmm. but very nice i uh, yeah. uh to that point i I tend to think the opposite, but we don't want to have to get into it. I like having a cash deck and you can't take my money. Well, if let's, you... let's break it. Let's break into that a little bit. You <laughs> you have the opposite point. Let's hear, let's well, hear them out. Folks. It's simply the fact that money, the value of a hundred mil GP is never going to depreciate. If I have a hundred mil, I still have a hundred mil. If I buy a Fang at 140 mil, it could be very volatile and drop to 75 mil like it did in the last week. And then you just, you technically lost, what is that, 70 mil? 
if you had spent your hard-earned 140 mil and then overnight it dropped to 75, there's no guarantees it'll ever go back up. There's no guarantees it'll ever drop. So like you're sitting at 75 mil. My 140 mil that was sitting in my bank overnight didn't drop. Like nobody came into my bank and stole 70 mil from me. So I still have 140 mil. You have 75 mil. That's you take risks, obviously, with buying the items that you want. But to your point, just use them. If you have the money, buy things and use them. That is that is my counterpoint. Is do you want to know how you could make seventy five mil back (laughs) by using your S tier Osmumpton's fan? Yes, that is still pretty fucking cracked at TOA. By the way, (laughs) it didn't get nerfed in TOA. It's still the same old right. You pay me Osmumpton's fang that we knew from a couple weeks ago. So even if you lose the money, use the fang. Get some goddamn purples. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you have something and the opposite happens where you think, you know what? No, I want a cash stack. I'm going to keep this. I'm not going to buy this item right now, especially if it's going to stay at 60 mil. Right? If, this, if these ancestral robe bottoms are going to stay at 60 or 70 mil, I don't care, dude. It's fine. We'll just let it sit. I'll get that money eventually. Ancestral robe bottoms are like 108 mil. Oh, I wish I just had them, <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, they just keep going up in price. They're 102 right now, but like, so you also take the opposite risk. Get the items. Use the items. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Selling items because panic, bad. Using items because making money, good. Yeah. It's, 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 in the end, it's a two-way street, and you can... You can drive on that street however you like. There's there's there are, uh, two obvious there no pros paint and cons. on the roads. It is absolutely chaotic. There's there's no <laughs> signs. There's there's pros and cons to both. And obviously for your account and how you play, you you have to weigh the pros and cons and how you want to how you want to spend your money and, and things like that. So I think that's a, a great place to send them off. With that thought yeah. lingering in the back of their head as they watch this commercial. I agree. To you folks in a little bit. Hey, how's it going? Name's Tony. Some people call me Fat Tony. I don't really know how I feel about that. But welcome to my pizza shop. Uh, This is Tony's Pizza Basis. Located uh, out here in the wilderness. I again, I don't know how to feel about that, but uh, it's the, kind of the hand you're dealt, you know. I can hear you asking me right now, Fat Tony, why are you out in the wilderness? Why are you out there? Well, I um, I had to, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm fleeing from my life, you know. I had to flee, Mistelin. There's this uh, there's this nasty rumor about me that I um, that I poisoned old King Rold. Uh, I don't, that's, uh, um, there's no basis for that. So you come into my shop out here in the wilderness, what you gonna get? I got everything you need to make a pizza. Got your cheeses, got your tomatoes. Hey, and if you kill a rat out there, I'm sure you could probably find some meat for your pizza. Uh, but if you ain't into that, I don't know what to tell you. If you come out here, come out to the wilderness, I'll make you a pizza you'll never, you'll write, you'll write your mama about it. 
I know it's going to be dangerous, right? I know that. But I'll tell you right now, it's worth the risk. Come and see Fat Tony. Come and see for yourself. Your time is valuable, and so is mine. I got some bandits to feed. They're getting kind of hungry. I'm going to hit you with my tagline and close it out. Here we go. The name's Fat Tony. I'm an expert in pizzas, both the making and the eating. <laughs> oh, real quick before I go. If you ever out in Drano Village, I got a cousin named Fortunato. Tell him Fat Tony said hey. I hope you enjoyed that reused commercial because I know I sure did. It feels nice to not make a commercial. I'm like, just edit this week. It's, I will say it has been relaxing to like, just edit, not worry about bingo, not make a commercial. Just do the show. <laughs> it's been great. That said, I hope you guys liked the, the ad from last week. Cause I was most excited about that one of all the Halloween ads we did. I was the most excited about that ad. So I hope you guys liked it. We all know what time it is. It's Patreon time. We're going to kick things off, as always, with the wise old man tier. And we are, as always, going to start with the man, 10,000 Slugs, who recently celebrated a birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Slugs. Scape Caution, Andrew, Elagio, Bolomer, Basket, Benjamin R., Pork Jerry, Bradley B., Bronze Yon, Casper, Hadadbod, Cole, C. Gladney, Connor M., Morty, Creamed Ham, Dean R., Dean709, Not the Same Dean, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, DWZK, Dwizik, Dwizik? I don't know how you say that when you do your Patreon, Michael, but I say Dwizik or DWZK. <laughs> D. Falconer, Farmer Isaac, Fetus Collector. God, he even put the name on... Patreon. On um on oh Patreon. What what a guy. What a guy. Flying Castiel, Fortimus, Francine twelve twenty five, Gecko, Gloves, Hajay, Who Farted, Ikutursas. Ikutursas? That's gotta be some sort of pun that we're just not picking up on. Ikutursas. There's no way I'm saying that correctly. I'm a great guy. Jack M. Jake. Parentheses deathbeds. Parentheses parentheses A I T S T P. Parentheses parentheses parentheses. They're all closed. <laughs> Glad you like that one, Michael. Uh, Jake W. Jerry. John Pounder. Kevin B. Kiosk Bane. Potato Pancake. Posh Padre. Magmorpheus. Miyamo Poppy. Migral. Mike Oxmall. Mima, Moist Sean, Nasty MFR, Nick My Knack, 999-999, Ninja Turtle Ruby, Obsidian Paladin, Old Mate Dill, Old Nikya, Okami Damashi, Poorly Hung, aka I Swallow, Real Crazy, Reclinatus, Russ of Fury, Salted Snail. I, I always want to say Salted Snake. I'm still getting caught up. <laughs> Sir Solo Fatman, Skalaxon, Sholdveg, Slayoxus, Solaire, Tank Neek, The Chungaroo, The Rep Dog, THG Bang, Thormac, Troll, Tyler, Valdon, and Zach without a K. Oh, so many of you. We love the support. You guys are fantastic. I'm so, I'm so glad that like 
y'all have persisted with the support after we have hit the goal. That just feels good. That's a feels good, man, as the Twitch folks would say. <laughs> it really is. Because you guys you guys did it for the shirt and you're going to keep doing it either because you forgot or because you just like us and like supporting us. And you know what? We love that. Either way, we're okay with that. So moving up a level from Wise Old Man to KBD, we have Aaron S., a guy named Spare. Spar? Sparry. Spare. You follow? We're, we're Twitter mutuals, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Spare or Sparry? Spar? I would talk Sparry. to him in DC. Sparry. I was wrong on both of them. Awesome. A guy named Sparry. Budman, a.k.a. Young Kyle. Broix70. My dad. Hi, dad. I almost said your full name out loud. That would have been pretty funny. Um, Dickie Bird. G.A.M. Stones. M.B. Jones with the upgrade. M.B. Wow, look at her. Kroll, the Lord Jake himself, iSteam, who I think also upgraded. Wow. Our third favorite supporter, Ralph, Rylithian, Satanbot666, Seth Shep, Skuma92, who's home, by the way, came home from Ukraine, uh, Spartan Fire, the Big G Jordy, the Crayola Cran, and finally Toast No Toast to round out all the patrons. That's 96 names in total that we just shouted out. Very impressive. Wow. Once again, I'm forced to say we appreciate you guys' support unendingly. You're all mega giga chad badasses. We love you all very dearly for your support. You guys are you guys are freaking awesome. Much love. Um, normally, I would talk about a goal, but we met hey, it. Yeah. We did it. We did the goal. So shirts are coming out soon, and hopefully not this episode, but after the meetup. So not this Saturday, but like by like next next weekend, like two weekends from now, we'll be able to show you guys the design. Mm. Um, and I think Michael and I have like capped it off to like whoever subscribed by the end of October, mm-hmm. which is already passed. All y'all are getting shirts, so I think it's like 160 something yep. people. T- yep, not total. just 150. Um, yeah, so by the end of October, if you were subscribed on Patreon, we've got that data. We'll send you a shirt. We're thinking the design is going to have all four of our characters. So Gnome Child, Party Pete, uh, Wise Old Man, KBD. Because I, I want to give like some context because we really have been working on a design. I just want to say it's coming and make it seem like it's not. Um, it is. There's a super rough draft of something I drew up and can send to Michael <laughs> that is vaguely based on our tattoo that we just don't want to show you until we have the tattoo. So that's another reason why we've been kind of like, you know kind of hesitant about it because we want to show you the tattoo before we show you the design then it will make sense it'll be super cool but i'll put the super shitty drawing on screen right now that i did in my office um hopefully that it gives you guys some context of what you'll have um the meetup is this weekend yeah i was gonna uh, say like you still have time 10 minutes uh the weekend the meetup starts on saturday at like six o'clock texas time so if you haven't left yet there's still time to leave it's like we we meet up in like 48 hours so hurry it along um we're doing a lot of lot of cool stuff um the weekend i think michael and i are gonna have a fantastic weekend um i told my wife today very absolutely pumped for that weekend i yeah i'm i'm very excited don't get me wrong I'm also an anxious mess about it because, like, when am I not meeting new people? Um, but I am very excited. It's going to be weird seeing people in public for, like, the first time ever. Because, like, you speak to people 
<clears throat> every day, every week for several years and just don't see them physically. Mm-hmm. You don't really think much about it. Having been in an experience, like multiple experiences where like I've met online friends before I met, you know, I met Kaylee, I met TMD, I met, um, I met Jake. I didn't forget Jake. I just couldn't think of the third, whatever. I'll never forget you, Jake. Um, <laughs> it's not weird because it's not like you don't know this person, right. but sometimes you'll be like, you're real. Like you're real. You're a real person sitting in front of me. And I know if you guys have ever met other people from online, you probably know what I'm talking about. That very like, okay, you are a human being. I don't know. It's it's very interesting, and I'm excited to like see that with all of you guys because right. you know I'm just it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a bit surreal, um, like meeting you, like us meeting in person, because collectively, I think over the last two years we've probably spent mm-hmm. well over five hundred hours together talking in voice chats. I venture to say. A thousand hours potentially, probably. I mean, like just podcasting alone, we've probably done five hundred. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah, we're we're up because like the episodes like, are... we got a pretty good like mid game account as far as like <laughs> talking total time, <laughs> like talking to each other hour wise. Yeah, the 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 episodes are like two hours, right? But mm-hmm. we spend way more time than just the two hours actually conversing and interacting, and that's just on a weekly basis. So. It's going to be surreal, I think, a little bit. Yeah. I, I met Ralph. He's the only one that I've met in person, our third favorite supporter, Ralph. And that was not an awkward experience because, like, I feel like I know Ralph. And I do know Ralph. But meeting in person, it was just like, oh, you're sitting in my passenger seat and we're going to get Bucky's. We're going to get barbecue sandwiches at Bucky's. <laughs> That's cool. So it was, it was, it was cool. But I'm, I'm very excited for this mm-hmm. weekend. Like Oxy said, yeah. When this episode goes live, if you listen to it on the day of or even the next day, Friday, you still technically have time to make it. If you're listening to this after uh, the 12th of November, I'm sorry. The meetup has ended. We have, we have met. But you still have time to plan for XP Waste North, which we'll talk about probably in way more detail around the coming uh, the new year. So. Yeah. More, more importantly, I have time to plan for X Two Ways North because I have talked about it uh, with the you know the Lord Jake himself because um, he's originally from Michigan, so we've kind of talked about what some of the logistics are. Detroit Metro is close to exactly nothing, so uh, unless you guys want to party at like you know, oh God, what's it called? Like the NDC, like downtown Detroit uh, by the airport. Uh, which is like a postal distri- distribution center <laughs> for like packages. Um, we're gonna have to find a way to like get everyone to like Midtown mm. or something. Which even then, it's like the XP Waste North meetup. I'm concerned about because I don't want it to turn into like everyone has to spend an ass backwards amount of money to do that. Because like I don't want to do that, right? Uh, the other option is to like fly into Grand Rapids, but having been to Grand Rapids like three times in my entire life, I don't know um, what that looks like for like the Grand Rapids Kalamazoo Airport. So I'll have to work it out with like folks who live in Michigan mm-hmm. and all. Like 
we we've had people like Duke Bradley. We shout him out every week on the supporters. He messaged me a couple months ago and was like, "Yo, I got property. If you want, if we want to do something up there for XPA stores, and that would be sick. Because like I know it, Duke Bradley knows it, Jake knows it. Hanging out like in the summer up north in Michigan, there's literally nothing better. Yeah." bonfires fishing outside swimming yeah. you got shitloads of food you got drinks if that's your thing we could um, make sarah Doman potions is, for everyone <laughs> exactly it is it is literally perfect how are we gonna get people there yeah that's because we can't like get a party bus or a shuttle <laughs> no because like there's not even like where i live right now i live in central michigan um there's no airport around this here so that can weird, support but... a flight from like it wouldn't even take a flight from you right so getting up to this area where like people could do all those like fun quintessential michigan summer things is really not feasible mm-hmm. um so yeah it's 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 just hard so it's either people are gonna have to travel for the north meetup i literally mean like get to detroit and then hop on like a bus or call an uber and then like get to midtown so what i'm thinking vaguely i know we haven't even done south yet south might be a disaster and we don't do x2a north <laughs> but um can you imagine i'm thinking we get i'm thinking we get a hotel like a floor of a hotel yeah and we stay somewhere probably in midtown detroit probably makes the most sense um and then just like see what's around there because like dave and busters is not horrible like I also have a car, so if, like, four people show up, me, you, two other people, we have free reign to do whatever the f*** we want. Yeah. Um, but if it's, like, 50 people, we'll have to find something. And maybe we don't do Midtown Detroit. Maybe we do something else, mm-hmm. right? But but I have time to plan that, unlike Michael, who is good at planning and also very timely. <laughs> um I'm gonna be figuring that shit out like a week before it oh, happens. No. What we're doing, so we'll keep you. We'll keep you on It'll track, just like I'm on track for my wilderness KCs. Mm-hmm. We'll hound sure you. thing. Well, yeah, then, but <laughs> call me bloodhound for nothing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tangents aside, um, I need to get the list ready for achievement of the week. So I think it is community question time. At least I'm honest with hey. the listeners. <laughs> like at least I'm honest with you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Oxy. I will be taking over now so that you can uh, look to the left of your screen and go, mm-hmm, sometimes. Love it. That is, I mean, <laughs> I, what can I say? Like, I I am I am nothing but an honest man, right? Yeah. I would never lie to you guys, but we have two weeks of achievement of the week. Oh, I think gosh. I did, like, the first week before it even started, before we even started recording. And then we're like, yeah, we probably should like actually do this. Mm. So I'm gonna be looking over to the left. I pay attention. Yeah, I'm excited for what you guys do <laughs> and like how you guys respond. But I'm never Ugh. looking at Michael. I'm not sorry, but you know. <laughs> With that, last week, no, actually two weeks ago, the last episode, I should say, we asked you guys a question, and that is a community question that you answered. Obviously. Thank you, Michael, for mansplaining the community question. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks ago, we asked you. Last episode, you answered. And uh, it was, what quality of life update would you want to bring to the game? If you remember, I asked a silly question. Oxy said, no, that's not it. 
and uh, we changed it. I don't know if I actually put that in the episode now that I think about it. So this is the question. Uh, starting us off, Mr. Jake, a.k.a. Deathbed, a.k.a. AICSTP. You know him. You love him. He said, in 2022, can we get a effing DK's telly and skip the run? Also, the tool belt and coin pouch would be top tier. Two things I agree that's with. A man, that's a man who said, I am unabashedly <laughs> coming from RS3. Yep. And I don't give a f- I would love those things. Yeah, I would love it. Coin pouch, tool belt, all that stuff is like, why not? It's just inventory space at the end of the day, and it's not entirely game-breaking. Yes, you can put a dragon pick in your tool belt and never have to like worry about if you have it at the Aka room or not, but like they give you the space to, to like to to store it there. So why not just have it? Anyway. Chris J says, I'd love a button that organizes my inventory and puts similar items, foods, potions, together. I like my backpack to be tidy, especially on farming runs. Probably just me. That is not just you, Chris. That is me as well. Now, what the the issue I would have with that is People like things particularly how they like them. Some people like to organize their inventory top-heavy. Some people like to you know, organize it bottom-heavy. I am a bottom-heavy person. So for me, I liked having the top spaces open and having all of the stuff that I normally use on a daily basis on the bottom, a.k.a. construction cape, broom pouch, teleports, all of that goes on the bottom. If you just press the button and it said, here's how we're going to organize it, to me, that wouldn't be quality of life. That would be annoying. So they would have to put some sort of customization in there. But I like where your head's at. Jacob says, a loot all option. Thank you. (laughs) I know it's no big deal if you have good internet, but looting several items with some ping, uh, some ping issues is no fun. Definitely not game breaking. Just come on. And that was actually resin, resin, I always get, um, I always get mixed up with the pronounce of your name. Um, and they said, let's go Cape Wind question mark. So let's go bingo team. Gertz, Gertz, Gertz. That's a name I cannot pronounce. They said fairly minor, but would love to have Zaf take the money directly from your bank to get his magical wooden sticks. I'll go a step further, and I'm not sure if this is said in the actual QOL, but my QOL that I am submitting for this fun for this community question, my QOL that I'm submitting for this community question is I want all of the dailies delivered to my bank and money taken out just like they do with the buckets. I don't care if they take 700K out of my bank every day. Just give me the staffs. I'll, I'll just do it. That would be so OP, and I would love that. Real Crazy says, I would love to have the drop items button for mobile added to the desktop. This one is the one that lets you drop items by tapping on them once. I know there's a RuneLite plugin on the hub for it, but not everyone knows about that. That's a fair point. Um, it, it took me a while in playing this game to realize that you can have me, like custom menu entry swapping. And this was before it was a readily available thing. It, it was like 
you had to add an item to a list and then the game would know based on the name of that item that you wanted to drop it. It wasn't like the shift left click option where you could like custom do everything. So it's a little bit easier now, but for those vanilla players, it would be kind of nice to have something built into the game that didn't require a shift drop or a runelight plugin. Scotty, M. Scotty says, allowing mold slippers in the gauntlet. Let us have some fashion scape in there, please, Mod Ash. <laughs> here, that would here. be pretty funny if, like, because you only make the head, the body, and the legs. That's it would true. be pretty funny to, like, only allowed statless fashion scape items in every other slot. So, like, and if all the weapons are one handed, you could, like, <laughs> take a bunch of dumb shit with you. Uh, pretty fun. Uh, I like it. Mockcat says, I'd love to be able to store hard clue rewards in the teak chest, not the mahogany chest. That's a UIM specific quality of life that I, I guess I understand it, but I've never lived through it. But I'm sure it helps you. Sitting Rat says, we need more shield slot items, honestly. More shield item slots. Shield items, shield slot items. And finally, for the Spotify community question section, Young Max says, remove Wildy KCs from combat achievements and move They Grow Up So Fast to Grandmaster. 34 attempts and I still haven't gotten it from my hard combat achievements. Do you know anything about that one, Oxy? I have no, I have no I recollection do. on... They Grow Up So Fast is actually pretty quick. You know my advice, Young Mac? If you don't have it already, it's going to sound like shitty advice. I promise you I'm not trolling. Just kill Sire quicker. And I, I swear to God, it sounds like an elitist troll. Bring Claws, bring someone with Spec Transfer, and kill Sire quicker. Hmm. That's how you're going to get that combat. I had to have... I think Ralph Spec Transferred me, and I just clawed the shit out of Sire. That's how I got that one done. Because... If you spend too much time trying to kill the little things, you're going to have a hard time actually trying to kill Sire because it's going to keep spawning them because Sire will consistently spawn those little shitters uh, until like a certain number are on the field and then it will stop, uh, which is usually when it has like a lower HP threshold. So if you spend a majority of the fight trying to beat them back, you're never going to actually kill Sire. Mm-hmm. Just claw the dog shit out of it and hope you kill it quickly. I know it sounds like bad advice. Because it, it is. Just kill it faster. I'm sorry, but just kill it quick. <laughs> hey, if you need somebody to spec transfer you, hit us up in Discord. You know where we are. Moving over to our YouTube replies. We got a couple here. So same question. What quality of life updates would you bring to the game? Fury Wall says, coin pouch and loot share system. I know about the coin pouch, obviously, we just talked about that, but I'm not as familiar with the loot share. I know that it has something to do with, like, if you killed a boss and suddenly you got tacits, it would break the items into different parts and just give you GP. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I don't know. So, Samedian in the recording booth chat says, loot share splits rare items into 120 parts, and you get a certain amount of parts... Like it becomes shards of an item, not GP. That's coin share. Oh, that's cool. And then I guess what? You just shell those shards for the equivalent money. Oh, and then, oh, okay. 
the story unfolds. And then once you have 120, you combine them into that item or you can sell them. That's pretty neat. I kind of dig that. Loot share, it would, it would have... I don't know. The game is... It's two different games. We've talked about this, I think. But like RS3 versus old school, same concept but different games. That's definitely something they would have to flesh out. So for the next one, Jordy goes into a pretty long synopsis about how to change fire making. I'm going to try and summarize it. But if you're interested in his entire answer, it's in the comments of last week's episode. So for Winter Tot, I want the cold damage to not interrupt the current action. Yes. So Winter Tot currently freaks you over because if you're fletching and you get damaged, you're not fletching anymore. The, the biggest update to that would be, hey, if you're fletching and you get damaged, you could just continue to fletch, but you may die. So I would love that, to be honest. You, you want to know what the biggest update would be? To remove Winter Tot, but like I'm not gonna. It's good for a lot of things. I just hate it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I just hate it. He finally says in the at the end, he says, if they don't give us anything else for fire making, then I would consider it to be the last skill to max because I hate the current state of the skill. Uh, Jordy, I'm with you. It's very dumb as a skill in this game. I don't think it holds any sort of value, but that is neither here nor there because it is here to stay. Last one here on YouTube. Mandy says, QOL update when doing clues. Being able to have the stash unit take the gear directly off of your body instead of having to unequip it. Clue doers know what I'm talking about. Mandy, that is... Yeah, that's a big one. Fantastic. Because I'm always like, oh, I've got, I don't know, just an example. Green hide debuff... A green hide body. Love that item. (laughs) I'm leaving it in. Hey, no! (laughs) Ox is rude when he edits. A green hide, a green dehyde body. Bro, there it is. Thank you. Oh my god. Green dehyde body. Because like that's objective. Add a dagger. Pretty funny. I'm not stopping. And um, uh, green boots. That's the three items. And I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a green dehyde body and the a dagger. And I'll just take those off. And it's like, no, no, no. Give me that. Give me those boots. I've said enough. That is it for this week's community question. Thank you so much to everyone who did answer. If you want to answer this week's community question, it will be, what other changes, if any, would you want to see with the new polling system? You can answer that in the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment of this YouTube video if you're watching on YouTube. With that being said, Oxy, are you ready? I am ready. And boy... Do we have a thick achievement of the week this week? We always do, but like whenever we take two weeks off, it feels like massive, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's truly a monumental task. And like I said, just like with bingo, it's always worth it. We are going to mix things up and we're going to start with skilling first. Skilling, as always, does have the most, um, but we're just going to kick it off with that. So for the, the achievement of the week from the last two weeks is big a lot of you got 99s a lot of you had 99 parties during bingo and someone actually had a 99 party today that we just went to during the break um so starting way back from when we recorded like i think october 24th up until today we have gambler aka Sabertooth, uh with a 99 fishing 
Zero Fox with two 99s, 99 range and 99 prayer. I'm pretty certain he got 99 prayer by burying some of his teammates' bones at Corp. Oh. And wow, do we love that. Lord Maticus with 99 farming. Uh, I want to say Lord Maticus actually had his wife kill Hespori. I think that was him who had his wife kill Hespori to get the 99, which is pretty cool. Uh, we had Miyamo, who had 99 HP, and then actually threw a pretty big drop party because of it uh, after the fact, which was pretty cool. We had Eldrin with 99 Thieving. I think that was the first 99 in their account. Schlim Jim, who got 99 Defense at Theater of Blood uh, at Zarpus, which I love because I got 99 Strength there, but he just made a joke of, like, don't tell my teammates I've been on defensive the whole time because you lose max hits when you're not on aggressive with a scythe. So he was, uh, as we say, leeching a little bit, but it, he got a 99, so it doesn't matter. Um, Resi Hand got 99 Mage and 99 Farming. Valeric got 99 Cooking, which, like, Valeric, I'm sorry, right? We all went to the clan hall to, like, celebrate after bingo mm -hmm. when it ended, and Valeric was just, like, upstairs making wines. We didn't think anything of it. And then we're all like, all right, guys, drop party. We're going to Falador. Go, 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 go. Because Tyler had all these stupid crystal keys to feed his addiction. And Valeric didn't come with and just, like, stayed behind at the clan hall. And then it popped up that he got 99 cooking. And we're like, shit. Should we have stayed? <laughs> like, like we could have stayed and we could have had a massive 99 party. Like I don't know if people didn't see it or if he didn't say it. Either way, Valeric, I apologize that everyone just left your pre-99 party. Um but congratulations nonetheless. Uh Taco Cat with 99 Runecrafting at Guardians of the Rift. Uh glad we were able to get you through that one. Glad our voices helped you get 99 Runecrafting. Maybe it made it worse. We don't know. Um Antics, who we're going to talk about a lot this week. He did a lot. Uh, 99 Strength. We have P5HT. I don't know if that's supposed to be Path P5. I don't know. Fast? He got 99 Fletching, which is pretty cool. Uh, we have Msoon Kaboon. Again, the names I can't pronounce. I apologize, folks. They got 99 Farming this week pretty cool jordy with his first ever 99 uh in osrs with 99 thieving we have another name that i can't pronounce which is shd ice bear nf so should ice bear nf with 99 cooking O'Clay with the double 99 this week with 99 wood cutting and 99 construction he said i'm gonna cut lots of logs then i'm gonna make lots of logs into planks then i'm gonna make those planks into something to sit i have a fun story to get 99 con yeah so it was friday morning i i log into work and clay is just making tables making tables mm -hmm. he's like 94 construction i log in at 8 30 it's like maybe 10 30 he's 94 and we're like <clears throat> clay are you just gonna bust it out today he's like yeah i've got nothing else to do had it banked forever I'm like okay dude good luck it's gonna take you like another six hours I, I'm playing games. I'm playing RuneScape after I get off work. I see 99 construction in the chat. The man did it. <laughs> 94 to ni 93 to 99 in one sitting doing construction. Absolutely insane. It's a lot of XP. It's like 8 million experience. Yes. That's nutty. <clears throat> so good for you, McClay. Um We have Young Mac... I can't stand Young Mac. I really can't. This 
Young Mac went to Giant Mole in the same shitty setup I, I put in my guide all those years ago and got 99 strength at Giant Mole. I cannot stand Young Mac. He's banned. He's done. He's never allowed in a TNL anything ever again. Get him out of here. <laughs> Young Mac, congratulations and send me your setup. I need to take it with me next time I go to Giant Mall. Um, God. <laughs> um, I'm never going to get away from that, unfortunately. Young Mac's going to make it his life's work to make sure I do not get away from that terrible, terrible guide that I made all those years ago. <laughs> Brandon, the man himself, poorly hung, um... a.k.a. Uh, he got 99 hit points. I swallow this week. Um, so congratulations to him. Alex Serp, Alex Perp, Smooth Lou, however you know him, got 99 mage, 99 wizard, if you will. Uh, I called it wizard all week at TOA. Um, and we took a bunch of learners. So whenever I kept saying switch to range, pray wizard, Pray archery, pray wizard when like Akka would switch attacks during uh, the warden phase. Mm-hmm. Um, people got thrown off when I started to say mage. Like, not even kidding. My team was like, mage? I'm like, wizard. Sorry, it's late. I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? But, yeah. So, 99 wizard for Alex. Sir. Congratulations. Toaster Bath got 99 strength. Vader Boy got 99 attack. Ryukasun got 99 strength. And the 99 party we just went to during the break, Base Dad OSRS got 99 mage in Lumbridge. And we were all there for it. I think he was another one who uh, who called the misses in to celebrate, which yeah. I love that. Just makes me happy when, when y'all bring your partners in to like, I got a 99, let's go. It's It's exciting. It is. Moving down to the miscellaneous tier, we've got some fun stuff. Uh, we only have two quest capes this week. We have Flatjack and Lord Maticus, who both got their quest capes. I think Furrywall also got his on his on his Iron Man, um, but I don't know if it's like fur it's if it's his first ever quest cape. Either way. Congratulations to you three. We have some music capes. We have Spite Leech and everyone's favorite Too Much Dad, who finally got a champion scroll. Don't you mean after all these years of playing? Don't you mean too much too much dentist? Or whatever is too much dentist, too much duck, too much didn't win bingo, whatever you want to call him. Oh, uh, it's too much diggery do now. <laughs> yikes. What a God, what a man. Uh TMD finally got his music cape, as did Spite Leech, so congratulations <laughs> to the both of you. Camden five 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 ten uh or some combination of those numbers five 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 one zero Camden my boy out of diary cape this week congratulations to you and then rounding out the miscellaneous tier with a truly miscellaneous achievement um Mima got his twenty fifth hundred medium clue scroll KC still no black voter oh, <laughs> that's my why gosh. he's still doing them. He's one item away from completing a collection roll log, and unfortunately, he didn't get it. Uh, speaking of high KCs that have been requested to be shouted out on Achievement of the Week, uh, last week, uh, our boy our boy Hyla requested that he get shouted out for doing a 1,000 Corrupted Gauntlet without getting an Enhanced Crystal Weapon Seed, uh, but he got that today. So, no shout-out for you, Hyla. You get nothing except a Bofa. You get nothing. You lose. 
Um, so that wraps up the miscellaneous category. And finally, we're getting into combat. We have a lot of cool combat stuff this week, including something that uh, just a couple things just happened today, I think. I think, did somebody get Zolra scales while we were recording? I don't know. I think someone did. I think I think someone got Zolra scales while we were recording. I don't know. The collection log plugin has been super cool because whenever people get Zolra scales or fire capes, it pops up now, so we know. But kicking off combat with our single favorite thing in the whole world, which is our first fire capers, uh, we have Galactic, Vuru, False Doggo, Langdok, and Jake Four Two Seven all got their first fire capes this week. And it took a lot of them multiple attempts. So congratulations to you guys for having the best in slot cape for a long time. <laughs> it's it's going to be there for a while. It's still my best in slot cape. So you're going to be using it for a while, un- unless you're, you're better than me, which I really hope you are. A lot of those were um, during bingo, which I thought was hype, because we had yeah. a tile to get a fire cape. So congrats, guys. Yeah, we had a we had a point. We had a tile that was like, earn a certain number of Tazar points. And fire capes were worth three points. So if like 10 people got fire capes, they completed it. Um, and a lot of teams, my own team included, were like pushing people to get fire capes. And if it wasn't your first, it was your second to go unlock the Inferno track. Um, but you can actually do that without sacrificing a fire cape now. You can just go to the Tazarak challenge for that, which is pretty neat. Um, we still have to kill Jad. Moving away. You still have to kill Jad at least mm-hmm. once. Moving away from the fire capes, we do have more first this week. Remember how I said we were going to shout out Antics? Surprise, we're doing it again. Um, he got his first gauntlet and his first corrupted gauntlet, KC. He got his first corrupted gauntlet, KC, like an hour ago. Oh, nice. So congratulations to you, Antics. Uh, we have Chris Chris, who got his first Zalra, KC. And I'm not sure if that was recently. Like, I don't know if that was two weeks ago or like two hours ago. I genuinely don't remember. Um Maybe Chris Chris got his first gauntlet KC while we were recording. Somebody did something else while we were mm. recording. I don't remember what it was. M. Scotty also got his first corrupted gauntlet KC. A frightened couch got his first Zalra KC. Uh, PP Hayes got his first corrupted gauntlet KC. Gauntlet cape also pops up, which is super cool. Jordy, uh, the big G Jordy, as some of you know him, got his first Zalra KC. And Troll got his first Fazani's Nightmare KC, which, God, I hate that boss so much. <laughs> I will never, oh, God, PNM makes me sick to my stomach. Mm. So congratulations, everyone, for getting your first KC's. And what is the combat section without the sexy cosmetics that come along with it that flex your ability to play this game? Troll here with the back-to-back. He got his Missouri kit, I think, the day after Bingo ended. He said, you know what? I'm just going to get it. Now I've got the, the golden backpack, which is pretty cool. But you know what is a little bit cooler than that? The Verzix Slayer Helm. Rounding out Achievement of the Week that also happened about half an hour ago, our dear friend Immortal completed the master tier of the combat achievements and is now one of two people in TNL who can use the Verzix Slayer Helm, with the other being our Grandmaster, Jesse. So congratulations to you, Immortal. You're, you're close. Grandmaster should be coming by the end of, I don't know, who knows? I don't want to say the end of this year, but I also don't want to say the end of next year. <laughs> so Grandmaster when? Question mark. In any case, congratulations to you, Immortal, and congratulations to everyone who got shouted out for Achievement of the Week. I know it's frustrating when we do two weeks off. Uh, you guys don't get shouted out. Um, I do apologize for that because recently it's been 
kind of my doing that we like aren't having episodes so apologize for you guys who like do some cool shit and then just like don't hear about it on the podcast because i know that's part of the reason why people get so excited about achievement of the week is because they get shouted out hopefully we go back to a weekly schedule for a while but i'm gonna level with you between thanksgiving christmas and new year's we might be having a lot of two week breaks Mm -hmm. coming up so keep doing awesome shit Keep posting about it in Discord. Keep posting your drops, your troll drops, your pets, your shits and giggles. Whatever you like, post in our Discord. Come hang out, discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL. It's massive now. There are so... I did an at everyone message for something, uh, and it is ridiculous. There's like 1,200 people in there now. It is so much bigger than when it what it was when like Michael and I first joined. <laughs> It is it's wild and you guys are awesome. So congratulations on your all of your various achievements this week. Look forward to next week's. Yeah. I think it's fun question time. We're rapidly approaching midnight my time, but I believe it is time for a fun question, Michael. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. This week's fun question yeah, is yeah. brought to you by Slayoxis. It's quite simple. Ooh, okay. Slayoxis says <clears throat> if you could introduce a new item into the game. By changing or removing one letter from an existing item, what would you choose? Their example, if you're struggling for something to, you know, get those juices flowing, they said the Abyssal Ship. They changed the W and Whip to S, and now they just want sailing. <laughs> oh. There's so much stupid shit you can do. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's so much dumb shit you could do. Um, One letter. One letter? Okay, so the first thing that pops into my head is the Elidness word. Where instead of being a shield, it's just the word Elidness. You can't equip it. It's just in your inventory. Okay. It just says a lidness. That's what it is. Um, the tire cape, um, <laughs> which instead of being a cape that looks like it's burning, it's just a tire that you carry around. No <laughs> melee bonuses. Just a big, ant- like one of those ones you see football players like flipping like a tractor tire, yeah. but like, disproportionately large carried on your back. Um, oh, God. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, this it's a hard one. I okay, kind of wish we had a little more, um, <laughs> a little more we, preparation. We need, like a list. <laughs> we need like a list of yeah. We really should have prepared for this one. Uh, like a list of every single item in the game. I'm just looking at like what I have equipped right now. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, this is hard. So instead of runes, um, the game consists of different elemental prunes, like the fruit. So it's just like stackable fruit that somehow is magical, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you could change it to like tunes as well. Oh, yeah. So like, this is really just like a rhythm game. <laughs> like it's Guitar Hero. The fire tune. Fire tune. <laughs> god that'd be so that'd be that'd be so much fun if someone should do runescape music on like 
clone hero or whatever it's called. But then, oh my god, hold on. You also have, like, rune equipment. So, like, I just got a rune warhammer from Kraken, mm-hmm. right? A tune warhammer. So every time you hit an enemy, it's just a different sound. <laughs> like, every rune weapon is now a tune weapon, and it is just a different musical instrument. So, like, the tune longsword is a piano. The tune scimitar is a saxophone. <laughs> the tune warhammer is a tuba. And this... <laughs> you're out doing pvm with just the worst symphony in the world and it's just random fucking noises the entire time like could you imagine what free to play would sound like with tune weapons oh my god and like the quality of the instrument goes up as it's like bronze through rune so instead of instead of like a good I guess that doesn't make sense because you said all of your tune. Yeah, it's just tune, tune armor. armor. Yeah. No, only tune armor and tune Bronze weapons. Tune. Do that. Tune. <laughs> um, the one that I could think of because I looked at my skills tab is instead of crafting, you're, we have a rafting skill. <laughs> so like whitewater rafting, baby. <laughs> your chance of right, dying <laughs> goes up hold or up, down. Hold up. A punter skill. <laughs> instead of hunter? So you just go around <laughs> kicking shit as far as you can. And once you get higher, like a high punter level, you can like kick bosses several tiles backwards. It's a new combat skill. Instead of fishing, it's uh no, no, no. Instead of fire making, it's tire making. So there's now cars and you work at discount tire. <laughs> That's how you get your tire. That's how you get your tire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <sighs> Mining I mean, could be what? It, it, this this question in my mind works better with rhymes instead of like actually like changing one letter. So like mining could be whining because people whine about mining so much. Yeah, I was say if I'm if I'm allowed to change two letters, right? I know it's only one, but if I'm allowed to change two, I would change ranged to aged. Just remove the R and the N, and then. You just train the skill by being online. You just get older. <laughs> this is now the That's account so... age skill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's called. We have that skill already. It's called time played. Hundred ninety three days, nine oh. hours. Jesus Christ. Dean seven hundred nine says but... kissing instead of fishing. Hey, hey, yo, yo. buying girlfriend ten k. <laughs> we do exactly. We we've had that for a while, but it's a good fun question. Short fun question, but like I feel like we could expand upon it for like everything yes like you know? every you could change letters around <clears throat> for a lot of things and it could become a different thing um again i kind of wish we gave ourselves a little more time because there's definitely so many items in this game that mm-hmm. just a little tweak like i love their example an abyssal ship i never would have thought of that because now i just want sailing jagex pull a new skill it's, and give us sailing please <laughs> i'm almost maxed a- and i say let's do it it's a Ceradoman bra now. So you just wear, like, whenever you want to heal, you have to, like, take time. You're like, hold on a second, Ulm. And you're, like, putting a bra on every time you need to heal up. Which for most of the RuneScape players would be difficult. Because I don't know how to put one of them damn things on. <laughs> for our uh, <laughs> for our 96% Bro, no way, male no audience. Way, no way you ticky <laughs> putting a bra on in the middle of an attack. No, here's how it would work. It's Again, for our 96% male audience, it's one of those bras that have like the swirly straws coming out of it for like 
women in festivals to still be able to drink. You just like store oh my drinks god. in the <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be horrible. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it would it, add one hell of an element of fashion. You'd have to wear it in your in your like your you have to wear it over your arm. Over your armor. I'm thinking it has to take so up just your armor like, slot. Like you have bandos tassels I mean, and then just a bra on. That's like effectively what I wear to work every <laughs> single day. So like fine by me. I just think it would be funny to see like full Torva and then like a light blue Sarah Doman bra <laughs> over a bunch of dudes getting ready to go to hard mode job. <laughs> They're just like pulling up their Torva helm. <laughs> All right, right back like right back to it. Oh my god. What is this devolved into? This is the I think it's time to go to bed. Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's time to send sleep. them out. This oxygen. episode's so, yeah, it's gone on for far longer than we intended, but uh it, it, we're leaving. We're gonna we're gonna call it a night here. So if you guys want more of us for some reason, uh go check us out on our socials. Every link you will ever need is in the description down below, as well as links to the things like the Fang DPS calculator, all the news posts, all of that. If you guys were able to hang on this long, thank you guys so much. Um support us on Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter and Instagram like us on Spotify, do all the things, come to the meetup in a couple of days, you know, let us know you're, you're coming out there for, the, yeah, please, RSVP. please let us know. Um, <laughs> it's not registration, but like, it would be nice to know. Um, rough head count. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise I think, I think that about, uh, that about covers it. Michael, you got any last words for us? Uh, GZ on 99 Slayer, Michael. Jeezy on your max cape. Oh, Michael. on the max cape. Not yet. It's gonna be it's gonna be hype. It will be though. When that comes out. <laughs> well, folks, we will see you guys next week for what could be an uber scuffed episode I'm with Michael so and I excited. in the same room for the first time ever. See you guys next week. Bye.